Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this Feel Good Friday, August 4th, 2023. This sports program starts right now. Football! Happened last night, that's right. We had NFL players playing football on a high school field that couldn't keep the lights on for four quarters (laughs) and couldn't provide water afterwards for the boys to shower in. But we have football to react to, and we will certainly do that all day today. Congrats to the bronze. Get a big-time win. Huge win. Now, we are 0 for 1 in sports gambling. Shout-out to one half of the hammer. Don Cowboys, Tone Diggs. Tone, DTR, Mm. a dog. Yeah. You should have known that. Yeah. We've known that since high school in Vegas. Obviously, in college, you went through some learning curves as they were trying to reshape an entire culture at UCLA. He got on that field, looked inspired. Yep. He got on that field, he looked fast. He knew what he was doing. He threw an absolute strike to win that game last night. Couldn't have expected that, I guess. Is that what you're thinking here, Tom? No, I mean, you had no idea. I mean, the, the scouting report on Kellen Mon was right. It was, it was right on everything else. I didn't realize Tom Doyle was going to play that long. Kind of hands. Thanks, Tip. Come on. He was the best part. Boyle. Kind of handcuffed Strafolsky, but you know, it is what it is. You're going to have that at the end of some preseason games. I'm not fucking, I'm not, I'm, listen, this is fun. Well, we will just like to go on record that we would not be able to be uh, 900 and whatever it was nope. and zero. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because of all the games that we were going to bet on, every single one of them with a nice outcome or spread or money line bet, some sort of one bet on every single game. And we thought maybe we would be able to go perfect this year after getting our asses kicked last yep. year. Yeah. We thought the Jets were the right decision because Zach Wilson's obviously going to play a little football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whenever you talk about Zach Wilson completing that 57-yarder right down the left <laughs> side. <laughs> and now, allegedly, this was an Aaron Rodgers play call where he goes to a hack. He goes, why don't we let this guy open it up a little bit? And he drops one in a bucket for a big-time play. Now, they would obviously go on and uh, uh, kick a field goal here yep, and, that's right. and kind of move forward, even though I thought this was – when I saw it happen, just naturally getting back into watching football – I'm like, well, they got to be at like the five or the ten or whatever. Right, yeah. They did that backed up. Zach Wilson, after the game, by the way, all smiles, complimenting his wide receivers, Mm -hmm. complimenting his teammates Mm. on the sideline, laughing a little bit, Mm -hmm. seemingly, you know, developing into an NFL quarterback here behind air. Now, he wasn't perfect for sure. No. There were some real Zach Wilson moments last night. It's preseason football. You're going to expect that. They had a running back for the Jets, too, that looked like he had his thing out of the University of Pittsburgh. Old Izzy gets busy. Tony here and immediately not even a question was he in was he out did he get the ball over the line he knew he starts doing his dance do his dance as soon as he scores that touchdown it was nice to experience that and feel that again uh-huh. the energy of a team marching down a field and getting past the line that is painted that says you should dance right now pal mm-hmm. you saw the new york jets logo there and i thought to myself you know what Feels like a different vibe with this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Brand new. Feels like everybody's like very proud to be in Yeah, mm-hmm. Weird. Like back in the day, you know, when uh, Rex Ryan would say, that's fucking New York Jet football. You know, like people like, listen, yeah, that is New York. Feels like they got a real moxie, a real swagger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron did an interview last night, crushed it. Uh-huh. Looked oh, so yeah. happy. Always. Pumped. <laughs> <laughs> then at the end, you know, two coaches step in front of him, one Bob, uh, one, I believe, defense coordinator. He does little bunny ears on his way out. How you Classic. doing? Seems to be so comfortable. The team loves themselves. But with that being said, they're on one. That's right. They are on one. The Cleveland Browns yep. come in and get a massive win. I don't think any of us were expecting that. Congrats to them. The over hits as well. Yeah. Should have known that was coming. Football's back. It's a celebration. The Toxic Table is here at Boston Connor, at Boston Connor's Mullet, and at Ty Schmidt. Connor, watching that game last night, what did you feel? Let me tell you what I felt. Okay. 
So holy shit, we got football. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I was watching Football Night in America there. Mm-hmm. That show's interesting. It is. Yeah. Can't wait to watch that all year. Sure. I'm excited. You know, the addition of that Devin McCourty. I'm going to see if he's as good as his brother is on right. Good Morning Football, obviously. And they'll find their gel. And there wasn't a lot of football for them to react to, which is what normal Football Night in America yeah. is. Exactly. Football Night in America is a recap quickly of yes. everything that happened on Sunday if you're not able to watch every single game. And then also here's some features about what we got tonight. It is a beautiful show. Last night we got a chance to see the scene or the set or the design or the crew yep. for the first time. You know, it was long, not a lot of shit to talk about. No, yeah, right. Not, at all. not a lot of shit to talk about. But I still thought it did pretty well. Talked to the Hall of Famers and do that whole thing. But it made you feel like, okay, we're back. Yes, yes. yes. we're back. Then you hear Tariqo and Collinsworth talking. And Collinsworth, he addressed the Deshaun Watson thing oh, yeah. early mm-hmm. in a very I thought good way. Perfect. In a very free way. Mm-hmm. No, you don't normally hear that type of talk coming from over gameplays with commentator. No. I think Collinsworth was almost like a podcaster last night. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're talking about a lot of things happening. He was giving a lot of his opinions, a lot of his takes. When he brought up Deshaun, he said, like, listen, I very much understand that everything off the field is very serious, but this is a football game. I get paid to talk about football. Like, he just addressed it openly and said it. Mm -hmm. So here's my football take on Deshaun Watson. I appreciated him doing that. It felt a little looser, and obviously, Tariqo is able to host anything that he wants to because how smooth he is. But as you're listening to them talk over plays, and you start seeing some things happen, you start seeing some tackles, some uh, shots, some yeah. dancing, mm-hmm. some strikes happening at 57-yarder. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're here. We did uh-huh. it. We yeah, did it. I, I felt good watching that game last night. As soon as the lights go off, I go, hey, Mickey Mouse. Of course. <laughs> no offense. Yep, yep, right. I'm out of here. Now, you got to remember for me, as a person that the only time I've ever been to this field, this city, or this game, it got canceled because they put uh, a rubber tarp over top of fresh paint, yeah. mm-hmm. which acted as a magnifying glass for the sun pretty much to cook the paint sure and it just melted everything all yep. over the field of course. the turf field right that some guys don't necessarily love and actually got off the field last night i think and i don't know how everybody feels about this they got to figure out something different than this fucking game yes. to start this whole thing mm-hmm. okay and i i don't i have no idea i've not checked the pulse on whether or not i'm in the minority or the majority but the lights going off in the third quarter like, this is the NFL's first night. This is how we're honoring all of the great... Joe Thomas, greatest tackle of all time, some mm-hmm. people are saying. Rondé Barber, the man that created the nickelback position pretty much down Tampa. Zach Thomas is going in. Klecko is oh, going yeah. in. Yep. This crew of people that are going in are Goliaths in the NFL world. The NFL first back. Sunday Night Football, the highest rated thing in regular season is yep. the one producing this mm-hmm. all. Can't keep the lights on. There's no water Afterwards, for the showers, joke for guys to get out of there. Can't you got to go to training camp earlier than everybody else. You got to use a locker room that is a nice. That's a nice high school, like a very, very unreal, very nice high school stadium. But it's just like, why? Why are we even risking somebody getting hurt at this? Why are we even thinking about having this extra thing? There has to be a different way that you can kick off Hall of Fame weekend while using that. Have some sort of show. Have some sort mm-hmm. of Q and A. Have some sort of something. I think the game, although I enjoyed watching football happen again, for sure, is just getting to a point where it's like, eh, we all know what this is. Yeah. None of these guys are playing, really. It's kind of stupid. And if we lose anybody in this game, we are all going to be 
incredibly pissed off mm -hmm. about it. And the lights going off is just like another thing on That's how I personally feel. Connor, your thoughts? Well, you so mentioned? last year we had this same conversation. I don't know if you remember, but we broached the idea of like, okay, why don't we have some sort of seven-on-seven -seven Hall of Fame game, like with the actual Hall of Fame? Oh, that'd be cool. Instead of having the team. Who is in good enough shape? Yes, yeah. exactly. Sure. Well, obviously, it doesn't have to be everybody. No, but, no, no, no. And then we put up some money here for a donation. Bingo. And for yeah. the guys, money too. For yep. the guys. For the players are, and then a charity to, to match whatever. And it's fun they're mic'd up yeah the entire time a bunch of fans are still there and the easy way to do it too is like i do remember us talking. yeah like yeah. the teammates of the players like ron Bar and granted tiki barber could probably come and play with his brother but like teammates of the teams from those guys's teams when they were you know playing going into the hall of fame like that also brings in like the reunion aspect of it because remember peyton when he did his there was all those guys there that he used to play with and you know his family his brothers like if they had a seven on seven game of like the Mannings and some of the guys they played with versus Paul Malu and some of the guys that Troy played with. Like that was kind of the idea that yeah, we there, were talking about. There just about. has to be something else. And, you know, we have no idea why the big, huge human, David Baker. Yeah, oh, man. Yes. Need him back. Need him back. I mean, that came out of nowhere. Miss yeah. And there was a lot of conversation to me like, oh, that seems like that's a bit abrupt quickly out of nowhere. That's probably not good. Right. And then everybody's kind of come out and been like, nope. Nope, this is just kind of time is up. Yeah, kind of done with it. Wants to move, wants to go back home, wants to do his whole thing. And I would say this about David Baker. Obviously, he is gigantic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Huge. So large. Like 7'5". 6'50". Six oh, okay. Six I was going to say four, but... Yeah. yeah. He might times. be now. That motherfucker was active, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's everywhere. I think what I've learned most through this whole uh, negotiating for our show myself situation is like the best executives are just the most active. Like they answer every email. They answer every single call. They go to every single meeting. They are always engaged, always everything. Like that's what like good exec not and some people equate like not doing that to laziness. Some people are hardworking people, but not supposed to be executives because they don't like dealing with all the bullshit that executives have to deal with. Like the standard email that is just like a, hey, this happened, this happened. Instead of just getting read and not responded to, like they're responding to it and they're saying, hey, everything's going to be okay. Like that is like what I think makes these people climb the executive ranks. Sure. So being the head of the Hall of Fame of the NFL, pretty high executive job or whatever baker was seemingly everywhere yeah mm -hmm. and whenever he was talking he was yeah i mean roger goodell is an adult this is an adult right it's right crazy here. this is an adult next to yeah. that that human I, do we even know who's running it now no no idea you know what i mean like i understand the paint got fucked up under david baker's watch but he was very active in like talking to the teams mm -hmm. talking to the media like hey this is what's going on it almost felt like he treated it as like this is our home like mm -hmm. we apologize that this has happened but we still got to pay respect i don't even know who's running the hall of fame last night no idea and as soon as those lights go off i go to bed so i guess i didn't follow it follow it enough but it's like who's you know, like yeah. David Baker, I think, endeared himself to a lot of people. For mm -hmm. sure. Like, who's running the Hall of Fame now? Not that the Hall of Fame hasn't endeared itself to people. The Hall of Fame will always be the Hall of Fame. But the Hall of Fame kind of acts as its own business, almost, as its own operation. Yeah. Certainly associated with the NFL. We'll kind of take this whole thing. But they're their own thing yes. happening out there. Who's running it? Will this game continue? 
I'm not 100% sure. I like the weekend of celebration of the past. Sure. But damn, man. One quarter, two quarters last night. But you know what, though? DTR getting in there was fucking awesome. Sick. Right. DTR getting in there was Jets sweet. Were, Jets, I was surprised. Jets had both of their first-round DNs from the last two years playing, which mm-hmm. was surprising to me. And then Mekhi Becton didn't like the field. He's like, ah, got to get out of here. Dude, imagine somebody gets hurt in this game that matters. Sean Sweezham, the kicker for the Steelers. Do she, yeah. He, uh, he blew his knee out oh. at, in the Hall of Fame game. It was just like, what a... What a, a nightmare for mm-hmm. all parties there. But I like the football was back. Yeah. But I think we can do it in a different way. I yeah. think we can do it in a different way to say the NFL's back without having to do what they did last night. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like, it's – unless you have absolutely nothing else to do and then nothing to do the following day, like, it's tough at halftime to be like, all right, I'm going to wait 15, 20 minutes and I'm going to strap in for the second half. Like, it's very <laughs> tough to do that. But also, like – because we've waited so long and the NFL's back, it's hard just to like bitch about the refs and stuff like that. But we talked about oh. it before the show. It's like you have so many penalties because these guys haven't been in camp very long. A lot of these guys aren't ever going to play in the NFL. So it's just like super sloppy. And at a certain point, you know, it's just like, what are we doing out here? They're we ha- get it. It's a legal formation. Yeah, ref. exactly. There should be some like Hall of Fame flag that they're able to do they're able to like click a button right like in practices for instance yeah in refs come to practice and there'll be a catch and they'll just like hold their flag up and wave it they're like oh buddy was lined up offsides Mm -hmm. like before this thing he was covering up the tight end last night there was like four legal formations yeah and none of it like mattered because it was an incomplete pass and it's like everything that was kind of taking place it all felt like that's warranted. That's warranted. I wish there was something where they would just be like, hey. Yeah, yeah treat it more like a scrimmage almost. Yeah. Or, you need to know that this, because the refs are saying, we're being told that this right. is. Right. Hey, it's our preseason, too. Yeah, yeah. We need to get better. Getting oh, that that wide receiver lined up over that tight end. I can see. I mean, we could all see. I told him to sit back. Well, that guy's about to shit his pants because he has no idea if this is the last rep playing football ever in his entire life. Right. And also, he is trying to figure out what play is being called. Yep. He's not even thinking about it. This is vastly different than the regular season. It would be nice if they kind of tempered expectation a little bit on how how that whole thing would go too with players that some of them, most of them are going to be doing other professions here in about four or five weeks yeah. Yeah. for the rest of their lives. Right. Cause at the very least, if it was just a little bit more smooth, cause like it does, it just takes it out of it so much. Like you'll get like maybe like Zach Wilson, you know, you'll have a big completion like that or like a nice play. And it's like, okay, here we go. We're starting to get into football, it. Football. And then boom, you get two penalties. You get two illegal formations in a row. And it's just like, all right, well now it's third and 18. They're going to run one up the gut here and then we're punting and then we're doing the same thing. It's feel good Friday. I don't want to be negative. All we want to say is Hall of Fame weekend can still be awesome yeah. mm-hmm. without having to do what that is right there. Absolutely. And everybody's life is better, too. Like, you got to remember Hall of Fame game, and I've mentioned it a couple of times, you're going to training camp like four days earlier mm-hmm. than yeah. everybody else. Four days doesn't sound like much, but whenever you're only getting like 27 days or 30 days yeah. for really something, you can make guys' lives a lot better, I think, too, if you were to do it. Not a bad thing, I guess, people will say for the next CBA. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. there you go. There'll be some negotiation. And speaking of that, too, a negotiation, I thought yesterday was a, or last night was a massive movement for kick return. Like, there were massive kick returns on both sides, both the Browns and the Jets. Jets right before halftime. If that kick return is yep. different, they don't, you know, get that last-second field goal by Greg DeLeg before half. So that that was a big thing yeah, for Kate me. Yeah, Kate had a nice tackle, by the way. Nice yep. kick or tackle mm-hmm. last night. Yep. He missed. Yeah, right first, away. Yeah, first, first, yeah. first round. 49. So just, this is inside kicker talk. He's hitting a fade, right? He he did not expect that ball to miss, by the way, that 49-yarder, that push to the right. Mm-hmm. When he hit that ball, that ball's going in. So whenever it missed and there's Browns fans that are like, boo, mm-hmm. he's thinking the same exact thing. He, he 
I don't think he – then he had a draw a little bit later on an extra point. Like, I'm watching his ball flight, and I'm like, that's not – you know what I mean? He's got some going this way. He's got some, I think, going this way. That's not necessarily a good thing. No. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. He had, uh, I think, a couple great moments last year yeah. uh, with the Browns. He beat the Panthers, I think, with like a 56-yarder. Yeah, was he a rookie last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Out of LSU, yeah. like a 56-yarder mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that murdered the ball. And then, like, the next week, I think he missed, like, three yeah. up in Cleveland yeah. and something like that. And Cleveland is impossible to kick at. But they've been on him a bit. Like, he's – because he got drafted high mm-hmm. and because of how last year went where he was kind of hit or miss, which rookie kickers are going to have that, I think, because, you know, it's a little bit different ball game, different ball, actually. You know, you get the pressure of an entire – franchise and city on you as opposed to college, which is like your scholarship. And certainly the fans are going to hate you, but it is a little bit different when there's money on the line and, you know, getting a chance to take care of your family. So that can change a little bit, but he, I, he's hitting balls both ways right now. I, he's got an incredible talent. I, I was, cause I was wondering last year why he was missing any. I'm like, this guy's fucking great. Like yeah. I, I, uh, I love the way he kicks the ball. It goes real high. Last night, a little movement both ways. Greg leg was yeah, he was sharp. Yeah. There was a – I forget which one. It was maybe his third kick. It was starting to go to the left a little bit. He hit that ball fat, and it was still going straight. I was like, that's when you know things are going well. Yeah. He didn't get – it's like uh, when you hit those PXGs, uh-huh. and you hit it off the toe or the heel, sure. and it's still going straight as opposed to like a boom, boom. Greg the Leg had one last night. I didn't think he hit clean, but it was still like just staying straight. It's like – that's a good feeling. Yeah. That, that's that got to be – he came out perfect. Thomas Morrison hit a bomb, but Horkwes – murdered one last night. Yeah. Bounced off the guy's chest, beat him up, ball, rookie, yep. welcome to the NFL. Yeah, these things are a little bit different than, you know, college legs hitting these balls. They're coming in a little quicker. Bang, out of bounds at the five. That's a great start. Yep. He's in a competition. I'm assuming he's going to win that one because the other guy came in the second half, had a ball turned sideways on him, and he fucking... Ooh. was like, ooh, that's tough. I've never been in one of those, like, in-game competition things. That would be very nerve-wracking, I think, because mm-hmm. you go in for, like, a pooch is your opportunity. It's like, okay, I got to hit this good, but also, like, Gunner misses this as a touchback. And my, the other guy gets, like, a ball in the 35. Yes, yeah. let her eat. 35 <laughs> is basically, like, a just try to hit a home run. So when the ball's being snapped from the 35, like, 35 to 40, pretty much, it's like, all right, we're just trying to murder this ball. Because if you get a touchback, who cares? It would be a 65-yard punt uh-huh. with a 45-yard net, mm-hmm. or it'd be a 60-yard punt with a 40-yard net. Both of those... Win win. Gets it done. So you're just trying to murder the ball. Bahorquez hits that one from like his own 20. I think snaps like 34 or 35. It's like he has clear reign to fucking murder that ball. And then the other guy's just like, I got to touch it a little bit. I got to turn it. I'm like, that's tough. But Bahorquez murders it. Good showing from the special teams last night. Big yeah. time. Yeah. It was awesome. And then uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but the start of it, like when we, when I sat down after the pregame <laughs> show, after, you know, taking my pregame poop. Sure. And the national anthem starts in Demarcus Ware. One of the, one guy that I re- remember watching and just thinking to myself, God, that's one of the scariest humans yeah. I've ever seen on a football field. And for him to go out there and put on a you know a show like that, I, I genuinely hope that he releases an album because that's some of the okay. best vocals I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, the, the we don't mu- have to do this. What? We don't have to do this. Music this, these days isn't good, and this guy put on a fucking show today. We don't have no auto tune. Nope. No auto tune. Nope. 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 His pull. Hall of Fame weekend as a tribute. To one of his former teammates who has mm-hmm. passed on, Demarius Thomas, who he said he used to sing the national anthem with yep. next to him yes. every single game. And he said when he was out there, it felt like Demarius, who was an absolute dog. dog on the football field and beloved by everybody, felt like he was with him. Mm-hmm. 
Now, that being said, that is an incredibly touching story. I don't think the entire internet knew that whenever they were cooking DeMarcus Ware, oh. how his national anthem was going there. But there was a lot of people saying, like Fergie and many others, are very thankful that DeMarcus Ware decided to do this on his Hall of Fame weekend. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. like, that's what, you know, and that story, like, not taking anything away from that because that, awesome. that is cool and that's sweet that they let him do it. But also, like, he, if he didn't know, he should have known that people were going to react like that because it was. It was terrible. It wasn't, you know, like, I, I no, appreciate that well, he got up there and the did it. It's the national anthem. I understand that. Terrible. I understand that. But I don't think he flubbed a word. No, in the hand he, movement, he did, not one he did, flub did, of a word. Did he flub? I don't think good. Good. one fucking he, word, not one fucking note. No. Had, well, not one octave. It took forever. Also, well, it's he's like, going slow. The guy with yeah. the drums. Well, the typically piano. the national anthem. I mean, on the Super Bowl, it's it's what like two twenty. Like he sang for like six minutes. No, like, the anthem doesn't no. need to be that long to begin with. <laughs> It didn't sound good. Again, I appreciate you know the the stuff with him and Demarius Thomas, and then uh. letting him do it on his Hall of Fame weekend. But just get someone who get a fucking singer to sing the national anthem, please. Let him sing on. with. Yeah, there you go. That's fine. But don't throw him out there like you know he actually fucking sounds like Stevie Wonder. So Let's here's the thing. I actually thought about this. David Baker would not have let this happen all by himself. Exactly. They would have put him with somebody. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I, I think they would have. Stevie probably would have been. But out I would there. like to say to Demarcus Ware, hey man. That takes massive guts. Absolutely. I love I'm, that. I'm not disputing that. Especially because I would assume DeMarc is pretty self-aware human being. Well, yeah. Ty? I hope so, but that, that kind of says otherwise. <laughs> Ty. I assume he is. It just wasn't very good, and it didn't need to happen. It was a, it was a, cool, it was a cool gesture. It was a cool gesture. I, I'm fully on board with that. But again, took way too long. Feel good Friday. What are you doing? Yeah. Good. This is well, two things. Well, well, we pretty yeah. well, That's the thing is we don't need to be coming in here and saying, I hope this guy releases his own <laughs> I album. Because guess what? He's going to be fucking singing every single good. national hope anthem he is. at Broncos games yes. and at Cowboys games. What? We don't need that. Yes, he do. doesn't need that. Because he doesn't need to wake up on Monday morning. There's no like, way he went on the X app last night. Yeah, probably not. No, probably no not. way he And that's a good thing. Well, maybe. Yeah. He only goes on one app. And it's the app to his get own app. His yeah. own app. Yeah. yeah. And, Dude, I heard him talk to. Uh, oh, what's her name? Who was, the, was it the lady who asked Zach Thomas why he was emotional and then asked to tell her about when he got hit by a truck when he was a kid? I didn't hear that. Yeah, it was awesome. When the lights went out. She was like, I know you're trying not to cry, but tell us about when you got hit by a truck when you were in the sixth grade. I, so when the lights went out, I left. Oh, okay. This yeah. must have been after so, that. Yeah, once the lights went out, that's when they were like, fuck, bring in Clark she's, Owen she's been around. She's been in media. She's, oh, yeah. gee, she's very uh, good. Uh, I want to say Stacey Dales, but that's not who it was. Stacey Dales, NFL Network. Right. Yep. Let's see. I Anyways, have. DeMarcus Ware did a good interview last night. Yes, he did. And mm -hmm. while he was talking, I just kept like thinking to myself, how nice of a human being this guy seems. Mm -hmm. You know? So then I go on then I go on X mm -hmm. and I see all the posts people have on because he was training number one in the world. Yeah. Exactly. He was and he was training alongside national anthem. Yeah. Okay. Because it was so good. So I'm listening to this guy do this interview, and it's good. It's uh, such a nice guy. You know, Unbelievable. he's smiling, joyful. Yeah. And then I just go on the X app and I accidentally tap his name. People are saying mean stuff. Very people are, people are mean. They weren't talking about him being nice. No, they were talking about him singing. Yeah. And they sounded meaner than Ty. I don't think I was being mean. I think I'm just well, being real. Well, I think I'm just being, being real. Mean. They should have gave him an auto tune, though, at least. Something. No, you guys, I thought he you was guys are right. just how he was. 
You should have had someone out there with. That's what I'm talking about, Tony. Thank you for that. It's the national anthem. It's yeah. going to sound good no matter what. Exactly. Doesn't matter whose voice is coming out as long as it's those lyrics yeah. in that order. It's fucking beautiful. If Vernon Davis can go on Sports Center and cry his eyes out, then yeah, Demarcus Ware can go and sing the national anthem when he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. I'm not 100 sure how you're tying those two together. One is incredible thespian, <laughs> yeah, and the other is incredible vocals. See, that's what Ty was talking about, though. Yeah. Like, you took it two steps. Now yep. we know. Now we know. Now you we know. It I think it's far. incredible yeah, vocals. You said so. too much. Like, whenever you said you hope he has an album, I kind of was hoping the same thing. I like, do. DeMarcus seemingly really enjoys music and singing and yeah. stuff. You get him in... You get him in a studio with DJ Khaled in between a couple yeah. golf rounds. There Boom. we go. He'll put some auto tune on that thing. Right. They'll start cooking some stuff up. You get him in there with Danny Blanco. Sure. You know who I met at the ESPYS. Mm -hmm. Had no idea that's who that was. Benny. Benny. <laughs> Actually, he, he know, goes by Danny a lot of the time. Yeah, you know who he should have sunk. Like I think he would have harmonized perfectly with like Boys to Men if they were next to him singing last night. Exactly. See, or, been awesome. That's what we're saying. They could have protected him a little right. bit more. Blake Shelton at the Voice. You get him in the stew with Blake Shelton. They're coming out with it. Do me chairs turn around if they listen to that national anthem? Fucking all of them. Yeah. Boom. But I do believe there would be a what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. Who is that? You know, exactly. There would be one of those I that mean, would take place. But to Marcus where. What I think Ty's trying to say is this is all from a place of empathy because this is a massive weekend. It's his weekend. It's a massive weekend for DeMarcus Ware. Mm -hmm. And we're worried that he potentially did open that X app last night. And he's going into it in a fashion where yeah. there's some people saying it's very rude things. Yeah, this might be the first 10 minutes of his Hall of Fame speech. But like, okay, for all you assholes out there who didn't like my national anthem. You think he's editing currently? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I guess we gotta <laughs> got to address it. Mm -hmm. It's possible. They've been tweeting about me for 72 hours. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> got to address it. <laughs> anthem, lead off. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited for some speeches this weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah they're gonna I think we're going to get some really good ones. Yep. I wonder what they're going to do with time limit wise. And once again, this is a whole like post David Baker era. Mm -hmm. Like I think David Baker uh, was like beloved by everybody so much. Uh -huh. So I don't think, I think there was like a time limit, but also like uh, everybody kind of understands that they'll be, what if this new guy's like, or girl, whoever it is, we don't know. Guy. guy. Yeah. What's the name? I just had it up. I don't know. Memorable. Yeah. yeah. Jim Porter is yeah. okay. old buddy. James. Name. He was the chief marketing communications officer under David Baker. Okay. For the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Okay, so he's yeah. been there, done yeah. that. Higher from within. What if he starts playing the band whenever they get up at five minutes Man. You know, for the speeches? Strike the band, play mm -hmm. off the stage? I'd be a bold. There's some guys, though, that like, come Need on, it. man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ray yeah. Lewis. But then there's some, no. A Peyton. What's that? Like Peyton, like you let Peyton go longer, like you, you know, you let yeah, that's what I those mean. guys. Yeah, but not even. Oh, you're saying who can go longer? You said well, Ray could have went for four to five days if he really wanted to. That's true. Ray's a speaker. He's he a is. talker. What do you want from him? Yeah. The guy's a professional. He's gifted. He's talented. Yeah, that's what he's known for. Delivers sermons. Yeah, that's what he is known for. Speaking yeah. very well. Right. And you know, say it. his buddy grabbing his gun and shooting some guy. <laughs> Allegedly. But, Come on. He was found yeah. not guilty. That's exactly. why I said his buddy. He was found not guilty in that whole thing. And he would go on to become one of the most inspiring and influential exactly. football players of all time. That's yes. right. One of the greatest of all time. For sure. Just like everybody else that's going into the Hall of Fame. But there's some people who, you know, like, um, I feel like they don't understand the assignment. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I, I feel like some people understand the assignment. Some people don't understand the assignment. And it's tough because 
whenever you get into one of those ones who you certainly respect the player and everything, and they start talking, and it's like, all right, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's get to some substance. This is your weekend, though. You're allowed to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Feels like you're kind of taking advantage of us. Sure. Because you have the opportunity to say whatever you want, but we are enjoying it. You never know when the next one's going to start, so you have to stay. Yeah. You know, it's like a tough game where you can't, like, bounce out. Mm. Oh, this is going to be over in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and come back. So we're about to spend a good five, six hours with this Hall of Fame on Saturday. And I just want to let everybody know I'm excited to learn stories about how all these guys got to where they I heard Joe Thomas is going to have a grill next to the podium, next to the microphone. He's going to be fucking grilling some steaks while he's giving a speech. So I would enjoy that a lot. Did you hear that pop for Joe last night whenever he came out? Loud. Very close. Loud. Yeah. Loud pop for Joe Thomas. They're pumped for him. Plus, you know. Anytime some guy dedicates his, you know, prime years of his football life, actually all the years of his football life to a shitty place like Cleveland, yep. you got to cheer for him at least. But I really hope they don't do the entire, like, clap off because I saw Klecko get interviewed and looking in those eyes, he's got some demons. So if you clap that guy off the stage, <laughs> they, they are, they, he will not go quietly into the night. What are I'm you talking saying. about? I, I didn't see this interview. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't wait to hear Klecko go. No. Yeah, no, me too. Because uh, that guy, boy, he, he's got some stories and he's got some skeletons for good reason. <laughs> What's this not, guy's deal? I'm What's just, I, I'm just feel saying. Good Friday. Is this hey, feel got, good Friday. I do feel good Friday. I do feel good. I'm All right, let's good. restart. Let's restart right okay. here. All right. Okay. Yannick Ngakwe got a $10.5 million deal for the Chicago Bears. Come on. Right. Really? That's Fair more down. than any running back will get at this. Yep. At, Forever. For basically. <laughs> and he yeah, and got like great free agents still available. We had him here in Indianapolis. Now, obviously, we ended up with the fourth overall pick in the NFL draft. So the year didn't go great for our team, but this guy was a hell of a player. Yeah. He was he was very well liked by the locker room, I do believe, and his teammates. I he Eberflus did not coach him whenever he was there, but similar system, I guess. So there's a lot of people that are very familiar with each other that have been chatting. So this feels like a good signing for the Chicago Bears. I'm happy for him getting $10.5 million on August 3rd, 2023, this deep into the football schedule and football calendar. He played it right, sounds like, and now he get three weeks of training camp, and we're off and running. Well, yeah, I talked to him last year when we were at training camp. Incredibly, incredibly nice guy. Incredible, incredible pass rusher. I guess the knock against him is that he is not very good at defending the run, but, I mean, who cares? Go after the fucking quarterback. Yeah, yeah. it's football in 2023 now. Now in the NFC North, Lions going to run the ball. Oh, yep. yeah. Mm, big time. Packers probably going to run the ball. For sure. If AJ Dillon can hold on football. Well, Bears... There's been a lot of reports. He's been fumbling the football. No, he's just been letting his teammates get the ball. A lot of yeah. fumbles. No, he's just been letting his teammates try to t- hold on to the ball. Yeah, well, he's... Hey, you guys want to work on strips? Cool, work on me. Yeah, he got mm-hmm. applesauce on I like thing. that, actually. That's what he did. You see, you guys want to work on strips? Cool. You can. You see these quads. You guys can do whatever you got to do. Exactly. They're going to run the ball. But nonetheless, got to get to the quarterback in 2023. Congrats to Yannick Ngakwe, and congrats to the Chicago Bears. Seemingly only getting better. Let's go. Now, granted, they were the worst team in the NFL last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, number, Patriots, one, number one overall pick. Yep. Beat the Patriots, sure. Didn't beat really anybody else, nope. though. Nope. So, they had the number one overall pick, so they can only get better, you would assume. Right. And this feels like a good signing. All signs are pointing up for the Chicago Bears. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, to celebrate a monumental day. Oh, yeah. We are just 34 days until NFL football is officially kicked off with the Lions and the Chiefs on that Thursday night that we all look forward to on September 7th. To celebrate us being 34 days away, 
is a number 34 that everybody on earth knows and loves. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the founder of uh, the Heisman, Weed Strand, mm -hmm. uh, the founder of Lila, which is a dating app uh, which goes off of uh, zodiac signs. Yeah, astrology. Astrology and such. Also a man who is known for being an absolute beast on the football field, mm -hmm. independent thinker, and always positive about life, ladies and gentlemen, Ricky Williams. Yeah! Yeah! How are you, boss man? I'm wonderful. Wonderful. Bro, I've been looking forward to chatting with you again. I think literally since the last time we talked, you're in the running, right, of one of the most interesting humans of all time. And since the last time we've chatted, you've started like two more businesses. I assume that 34 Wine and Spirits is another one. Your brain is <laughs> such a... Hey, we appreciate you, Ricky. Yeah, yeah, Rick. What's going on Thank with you. the Wine and Spirits? Is this a new company that you're launching? It's actually one of my my oldest companies. Uh, it's a it's a store we started back in I think 2013 2012 in Austin, and you know it's really an ode to altered states of consciousness. And life is tough, and we all we all need a drink or a hit, what? you know, to, to keep to keep perspective and to relax. So uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, hell yeah, me too. I, I love everything that that story is seemingly about. Have you ever done any of the um, hallucinogens or anything like that? Like uh, ayahuasca, obviously. When Aaron did ayahuasca or came on and talked about doing ayahuasca, you know, I think a lot of people in the world were potentially introduced to this stuff that's been around for like thousands of years, mm -hmm. pretty much. Is this something that you still yeah. do? Uh, what is your day-to-day -day life like right now, Ricky? No, it, it's, it's really work. And for me, work, I'm doing the things that I love. I have Heisman, so I'm promoting the, the Heisman lifestyle and and Leela. And it, it's not a dating app, but it is an astrological app. And so it's it's really, I found in my life when I got so like, even though it was football and it's wonderful, I got so like single, singularly focused that I forgot about the bigger things going on in life. And so I find the, the things, it, astrology, cannabis, ayahuasca, these things help us keep keep perspective. Yeah, and obviously your story was documented loudly because of how great you were on the football field. I mean, we were looking up pictures of you earlier, and oh, cool. the Texas highlights are obviously Man. in abundance. But in the NFL, you still – I mean, all the way through, I think, with the Ravens, you were still – I yeah. mean, you were a super talent in football. Do you do you still watch football? How do you? What are your thoughts on the sport of football and your experience with it? Well, you know, so back in 2004, when I walked away from the NFL, I had this moment where my whole life flashed in front of me and all of the major scenes in my life were all attached to football. So it's a part of who I am. It will always be a part of who I am because I've put so much time and love and effort into it. I'm a connoisseur. So anytime football is on, I'm critiquing every single step of every single player. <laughs> Can't help it. Okay. So you still love the game. It sounds like so watch the game. Yeah, it's in me. I can't, I can't, I, you know, as much as I've tried, I can't, I can't take it out of me. Have you been keeping up with the, you know, the hours, you know, the hours and hours of watching film and listening to coaches talk. And yes, I have been following the running back story. And, you know, I, I saw uh, Saquon's interview and I, I, I felt like I was in a, in a time machine listening to myself talk because I was in a very similar situation. And it's weird because from the football side of things, it's a business. 
and there's a market. And based on from strictly business, okay, running backs, right? Uh, you know, you can get them for cheap. If you spend too much money, they get hurt, you know, and and usually they're, you know, they think outside the box. And so they're not always easiest to deal with. So I completely understand. But from the from the running backs position, and I like what the running backs are saying right now, because it's true. Running backs, when we're young, you know, before we get banged up too much, we're better. We have a higher value. And so I think if running backs, when they come out, demand more up front, and it's just known that a running back, if you're lucky, you know, you'll get five good years. And then just because of the nature of the situation, right, they're not going to last very long, you know? And if and so in the olden days, and Norv Turner said this to me, it was when I was going through, you know, minor contract negotiations with the Dolphins, and and this was the old school way of looking at running backs. Norv would say, he was talking about Eric Dickerson specifically, he would say, sometimes when you're young, you don't get paid what you're worth, but later contracts, they make up for it, you know? But I think now running back is not such a, a valuable position, so we, we got to change the game. That's an interesting theory there, business-wise, to kind of present it. It's like, hey, running backs, whenever you guys are drafted, you need to know that now is the time mm-hmm. to – because you're you're going to be very valuable for this team because of how good you're going to be able to play over the next three to four years. After then, realistically, you're even saying that this seems like a good self-awareness case from the running backs as well, saying like, yeah, you do start getting banged up as you get older. You do slow down a little bit. That is a reality of the position because of how many hits are on a human body can only be so much. Could you imagine all the running backs that get drafted kind of go in their own little group and they're like, no, we're not fucking. We're think, that would be crazy. I think, no. I think it needs to happen. But the other part of it, I think, That's from the running back's perspective, and this is just from my experience, and, and of course I'm biased, but to, for running backs to have the expectation, you know, ah, I'll play five good years, okay, and then I'll be do, and I'll be ready to do something else. And if you get the money up front, you can start to make those plans earlier. And if you uh, go longer, if you go longer, Tony Michelle, if you go all Tony Michelle, it, it's, it's house money. You know what I mean? If you go longer than exactly. five years, it's like house money. Okay, if I play seven years, eight years, that's three years, two years, three years extra money that I just get to kind of play with. You said Sony Michelle. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, here. I'm saying Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. I mean, I think five years, and you decided to retire. I think this is. This is the sweet spot. I think at five years for me is when I walked away. I think for a running back, if the target is five years, I'm going to get my money in those five years, and then I'm going to get ready to do something else. I think everybody wins. So you only sign two-year deals whenever you're a rookie. I think mm. that's the way you get around it. It's smart. Because you wouldn't be able to say, yeah. hey, we want more money now with the draft because all the drafts are slotted, basically, those contracts these days. So it would have to be like yep. running backs only sign two-year deals mm-hmm. or something, which I think you could yep. get all the running backs to kind of – agree with smart could kind of get everybody in there i think that'd be the easiest way hopefully they'll be able to figure it out because the position historically so many legends and not that there isn't now you see christian mccaffrey john lynch just said uh like two days ago that whenever he was playing at safety he felt like the safety position was an undervalued position as well so he understands what the running backs are going through right now and he said that we got a good guy that we're paying because we feel like he unlocked our offense is he a guy that you watch and you enjoy? Is there any other running backs that you think are up in that top tier that deserve a little bit more conversation? Anything like that? You know, it's 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 tough because, you know, in the moment when the running back is healthy, and I think this is the issue, right? We fall in love, right? We give them all the money. And then because of the nature of the position, right? 
a lot of times they get hurt. And you build your whole offense around this one player, and now that one player is gone, the offense is kind of screwed. I mean, this is what happened to me in, in New Orleans. When I came back from my second year, uh, we built the offense around me, and we won six games in a row. Okay, that sixth game, I break my ankle. The tenth week of the season, I break my ankle on my thousandth yard, and we still make it to the playoffs. But but Coach Hazlitt was pissed. You know, he is stressed out. He was like, ah, you know, we built our offense around this guy, and now we have to like go back to the drawing board and try to figure it out. So I, I get it. You know, and as the game evolves, it it needs to evolve. And so I think the running back position. It's it's tricky. And so I like watching all running backs that are that are in a system that allows that running back to do its to do his thing. You know, and, and I was very fortunate. I mentioned Norv Turner. And Norv Turner is he's like a, a an offensive genius in the passing game, of course, but the way he can scheme a run game, he just puts running backs in a position where they where they can be successful. When I led the league in rushing, he real he realized that I love to run the counter. So he found all these different ways to to find what I do best and put me in a position to be successful. And we, you know, you know, I ran for over 1,800 yards. So to be in the NFL, hey, is that good? I don't know. 16 talented. games? 16 oh, games? Shit. 16 games? Is that good? I don't know. 1800. It's decent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do believe that's true. And we have um, AQ Shipley, and I'm not saying that you would be wrong, but I'm saying I'm on the same wavelength as you. AQ Shipley, who played in the NFL, what is it, 13 years? Yeah, 12, yeah. Yeah. 12 13 yeah. years yep. or whatever. Offense lineman, center, undersized, short arms. This guy's got mm. tiny arms. At center, you know, he was knocked for that <laughs> every single step of the way. New GM comes in, not having a center with tiny arms. <laughs> Need to get that guy the hell out of here. But then he has a 13 year career, ends up a Super Bowl champion, does very well. He breaks down a lot of these plays that are happening now in the Shanahan offense in San Francisco. In Atlanta, I think with Artie Smith, this stuff's happening as well, where they're actually like setting up blocks for people with motions so that the block is easier to be made for the running back. Like the system is literally doing like three different things to help the running game. There's a few teams like that. And obviously the Niners are one of them with Christian McCaffrey, Atlanta, alleged Philadelphia right now. Hey, how do you feel about this new modern offense? And I believe the wildcat, I don't know if you were down there in Miami whenever that was happening, but how do you feel about this new offense where quarterbacks are protected because they're being the piece that the teams are built around now? But also there's a lot of movement. Like Jalen Hurts, he's changing football in the NFL, I think, with how much success he's having. Lamar Jackson we always thought was just going to be one of one, but like the offenses are changing completely for these guys now, Ricky. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm old, so I, I was around for the, the early Michael Vick days. And and watching what and he really I think was the first one you know there of course there was Randall Cunningham but I think Mike was really the first one where he was a true weapon a true offensive weapon as a running back and it changes the game I remember we played Atlanta and on third down we couldn't do anything could, you know already third downs are hard but when you have an athletic quarterback who can make plays it, it's it makes it makes the offense when they're in rhythm unstoppable yeah. It'd be cool. We got a guy now. Oh, yeah. We got a guy, Anthony Richardson, this guy. Ricky, I don't know if you know this dude out of Florida. He's 250 yeah. pounds right now, probably running a 4-4-4-5 at quarterback and can throw the ball like 75, 80 yards or something. It's like, that's exciting. Yeah. Holy, <laughs> holy shit. We got, a, we got a guy at quarterback. It feels like the, the skill and talent in every position, in every sport, is kind of elevating as the years go by. 
Is there is that ever going to stop you think in football or do you think like have we reached a peak of football like talent and greatness or what do you think the future of football looks like Ricky? Yeah, I think maybe there's a peak has been reached physically, but mentally I think is is infinite and I and you know you could have players that have so much talent and ability, but if they don't have the mind to be able to understand the game and think and anticipate and be one step ahead, then they're not going to be able, especially in a competitive league like the NFL, they're not going to be able to manifest manifest that talent. But mentally, and I think this is Tom Brady, right? When you look at Tom Brady, you don't think of his physical prowess, okay? But his mind and his ability to think and understand the game is what made him great. It, it helped him maximize his athletic ability. Yeah. I wish... I was able to figure out any of that stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mentally. Ricky, whenever you were playing, were you did you think like this? Is this Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Always? You've always had was, this mindset. I was a mental player. I was a mental player. I mean, for me, if if again I had the physical ability, but if my mind wasn't into the play, I mean I would spend on Fridays, I'd spend hours watching cut-ups of the same play. Hours. Hours. Really trying to understand, okay, when there's a three technique, how might this play hit differently? When, then when there's a, a a one technique. And so, you know, and yeah, that, that was really my game. Do you think you're one of the most misunderstood humans of all time? I mean, do you think that yeah. is, that is the case? I, I In sports, not like obviously outside worlds, there's real things that happen. But in, in sports, I think if you were to ask a majority of the people who don't necessarily keep up with football as tightly they remember you right as the guy who wore the helmets during the interview which some people viewed as like uh this guy's either scared to talk or he's standoffish and rude or something yeah. like that like some people i'm not saying this how everybody but you it's know there's both. Any, there's, there's both. yeah 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 <laughs> respect respect but no but there's there's a lot of people that feel like, and then whenever you retire from the game when you did right which i retired young but i'm a punter it's vastly different to be a potential mvp player and to do that whole thing and then the story is like you go and take a, a trip around the world and do like uh, a lot of enlightening stuff and everything i think like people have this thing so whenever you're talking about like spending time hours and hours and hours watching film like you're this grinder fucking football junkie pretty much and i don't know if that's something that a lot of people knew about you or know about you and maybe that's just me projecting my potential ignorance and i i, I appreciate i think that's why i love fucking talking to you every single yeah. time we do well, I think the obvious thing that everyone knows is I am a junkie, but I'm a junkie for whatever I'm into, you know? And when I was really into football, I couldn't couldn't get enough. Couldn't get enough. And now I'm into astrology and stuff I'm doing now, and I can't get, can't get enough of it. How'd you get into that? How'd you get that? And I said Lila earlier. That's on me 100%. Lila, jeez. It's, it's okay. Lila, Lila, it's all the same. So when I retired in 2004, I started traveling around the world, and I was lost. You know, I'd been a football player my whole life, and I didn't really have any idea what was next. And I met this woman who heard I was a football player and she said, where's your Mars? And I said, I don't know what you're talking about, lady. And she said, if you're a football player, you must have a strong Mars. And so I was intrigued. And so we had a conversation and she, she explained to me what she was talking about. And it made sense in a weird, weird kind of way. And I just became fascinated by this woman who just looked at this chart about when I was born, knew so much about me. And she helped me like kind of find, find myself and, and, get on my journey. And so I was so inspired. I said, I need to learn this to help other people do this. Okay. So what, with how you felt both before and after that meeting, you wanted to spread to others, which I assume is what Leela is right now, trying to do that in a fashion. Exactly. Okay. You got it. Hey, good you for you, it. man. You, what did she yeah. say? What was your, what the hell is a Mars? 
What is a Mars? So 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 Mars Mars we we know Mars is a planet, but before Mars was a planet, Mars was the god of war, and so. In astrology, it's really saying we all have like motivations and drives. And people that have strong Mars, it means they have a strong motivation and drive to be competitive, to compete. You know, and, so, and it's true. If you don't have a strong Mars, if you don't have that competitive nature, you ain't going to last very long as a football player. You see the guys, right? They come out the first day of, of camp, right? And then you come back the second day of camp and they're not, <laughs> they're not there. Yeah, yeah. yeah they retired. Yeah, they, they, uh, this ain't yeah. for me. Yeah, they got some weak yeah. ass Mars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, is there a yeah, way? To- exactly. There you go. Yeah. So this there is not go. something you can strengthen, though. In this world, it's pretty much like you're either born with it, right? No, if you're born with a weak Mars, you can strengthen it. But but uh-huh. but it's kind of like this. It's like we're all born for something. And if you're not born to be a football player, you don't need to be getting yourself all banged up. You know, and I think you just have to know who you are. The other example is a kid, a kid born with a really strong Mars, but let's say his parents are like science teachers and they're not into sports. Okay, that's the rowdy kid that keeps getting in trouble. Put that kid in sports so he learns how to use it. Uh Mm. Hey, you're deep in this, huh? It feels like I'm learning something from you right now. Like you you have become this woman, right? (laughs) You're this woman now. Yes. I, I, I am this woman. Yeah. What is the I'm title? Pastor, actually. What is that? What is the uh, title there? Guru? Shaman? I don't have. I don't. Uh, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm like I'm working on. It. I'm How do we get those titles though? You know, like in school, doctorate. Yep. Sure. This you get yep. this uh, in military. You're like all right. You're Colonel. general, captain, admiral. Yep. That whole yep. thing. In in that world, is there like guru, uh, shaman? Shaman. It's, it's more like it's bestowed upon you, right? You have a certain effect on someone and they call you something and then they just keep, I've learned so much from you. You're my teacher, right? Uh, and, and say, teacher. So it's something that's bestowed on you by the people who you're ha- having the effect on. Got it. So these people are like, you know what? Fucking, you were a brown belt, but like black belt. Dude. Yep. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sick. Well, good luck, man. I don't know where you're headed, but we hope you get the yeah. double black belt in the entire thing. Because it sounds like you're going to make the world a better place and some people happier because obviously there's some humans that will never be into this type of thing. Obviously. You know what I mean? They just won't be. But there's some people who find themselves in a situation that are similar to you and similar to many yeah. other people. They're like, you know, there has to be something more. I have to learn a little bit of this. I'm looking for a little bit more happiness. And they start trying out different things. And then bang, all of a sudden they land on Leela and they're like, yeah, this motherfucker seems to understand me a little bit more. There's got to be a black yeah. belt in this entire mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Bang! It is. That's yeah. cool. Good yeah. for you, Ricky. You there's, got it. There's probably real yeah. fulfillment in there, man. Honestly, there's probably real yeah. fulfillment yeah. in your life. That's fantastic. Couple questions from the boys. Is that okay? Please. Yeah. Where are we at right now? By the way, where are where are you right now? I'm in Grass Valley, which is right outside of Sacramento, up in the Sierra Nevadas. Sick. What you, like this morning, what you do? We woke up, we worked out, we ate good, we meditated. What? We worked. What do we do today? Is there a daily routine or no? Uh, yeah, I have a daily routine. I have a two-year-old, so he kind of he kind of modifies it. But <laughs> but I try to get up before he does and, and meditate, and then I go out in the garden, water my plants, uh, and then I sit and read. And then and I start having appointments usually around ten. But I take Fridays off, so it's chill day. Hey, man. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, Ricky. Uh, Connor has a question for you. Yeah, Ricky, obviously astrology, you're keeping your eyes to the sky a lot. And I had a football question, but now that we're kind of talking about Mars <laughs> and stuff, I have to ask, have you been keeping up with 
what has been going on with these aliens and what the uh, government and some of the committees have been talking about. There's some Tic Tac videos. Now they're saying that the United States has, you know, alien bodies and aircraft. Do you know anything about that? Or is that a different part of the sky that you're looking at and the stars that you're looking at are over here? It's it's a different part. It's But my, my wife's into that stuff. So she she's always talking about it. But yeah, the stuff that I think about is more of, the symbolic side of the sky, not not the actual UFOs and things that people people see. Damn it, <laughs> Ricky, they're out yeah. there though. They are. Yeah. Out there. They are. Hey, I don't. I, I believe it. I believe it. Whoa, this feels like Ricky. You're not all the way in. You're not 100 percent sold. Uh, you just you need to see it, huh? We need to see this thing. Well, well, again, like my my orientation is whatever we see. Right, our eyes are always tricking us, always, yes. always. But there's always something meaningful and symbolic there. And so I sit with the symbolic meaning because even just the idea of for us to think that it's only us, it just creates this crazy egotism to think that everything revolves around this one planet mm-hmm. yeah. and this one species. Yep. And so I think symbolically, it's it's a wonderful thing for us to realize it's not just us. No. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a pretty common sense thought, but there's a lot of people that do. <laughs> they ain't not that. Yeah, no nope. chance. Uh-uh. This whole thing is for us and us alone. Mm-hmm. Look at them stars. They were hung. Those are ours. For, for me. Yeah. Us. <laughs> See that moon? <laughs> There's people that believe that, Ricky. That's a real deal. Ty has a question for you. Ricky, I'm curious. When you yeah. look at like where the NFL is going right now, you mentioned it like how I mean we all see it. It's so pass happy and, and running backs, like their roles are kind of being diminished. But like, do you think kids who are playing like youth football and even like kids going to college are still gonna want to play running back? Like Jameer Gibbs just got drafted by the Lions and they've said, you know, he's gonna be a huge part of the offense, but over 50% of the time, like, they're splitting him out wide. He's not even playing running back. And it used to be like, you know, growing up, the best athlete on the team was playing running back, and he was getting the ball a bunch. Do you think moving forward, kids are still going to want to play running back, like, as they're kind of growing up and maturing? Well, for a couple of reasons, yeah, because especially when you start young, no one really can pass the ball, and so everything kind of goes through the running back. You know, and then you hit a certain age where where the people become pass-happy. So I think all the athletes when they're young are going to play running back. But I think really what we're seeing happening, and I think this is going to happen with Bijan and Atlanta too, they're going to split them out a lot, is that the running back position is evolving. I think you're going to have the the running back position that you got to be a receiver that can run the ball. Uh, I think Debo Samuel is a, is a great example. I think it's going to turn into a hybrid position. And then you're going to have that thumper for short yardage situations in Gola. Hey, uh, this weekend, obviously Hall of Fame weekend, Zach Thomas is going in. What are your thoughts on his induction? And from what everybody else said, guy was just a living embodiment of what a linebacker is. Dog. Is that your views on Zach Thomas? How do you feel about the Hall of Fame as a whole? And will you watch the festivities and speeches this weekend? I definitely will watch because Zach Zach is there. And I was lucky enough that my freshman year at Texas – the Red Raiders came into Austin, and I got and I got to play against Zach as a, as a senior. And even then, right, this guy was around the ball every single play. It, it, like we watched film, and <laughs> it was it was mind blowing. And then to have a chance to play with him in Miami and to see his work ethic and the way he practices and the way he leads, it, it took too long for for him to get into the Hall of Fame. But, but 
definitely well, well deserving. And I think any kid who wants to be a linebacker, watch that Thomas film, and you're going to learn how to be a linebacker. Hell yeah. Hey, that was greatly said. We can't thank you enough for joining us, Ricky. You're the man. We're 34 days away from the season. Who's winning the Super Bowl, Ricky? Mm, The Chiefs. Smart. Hey, that's not a bad guess. No hesitation. (laughs) Did you watch quarterback? Did you do you watch stuff? Do you watch uh much? I do. I do. Yeah. What do you think about quarterbacks? You watch it? Patrick Mahomes seems to be a dog. Like, you know what I mean? It's real. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm saying the Chiefs. Like when you got somebody (laughs) like that, you always again injuries in the NFL, but you got someone like that, you always got a show. Dude. Him talking shit about talking shit. I'm like, this is a guy. Yeah. Like this is a guy here. You know, the way he's interacting and then they're showing clips of his dad. Like, the way he operated as a pro, it's like, yeah, this is, oh, my God. They got the coolest guy and the best guy. That is quite a weapon to have. We appreciate you. You're the man. Ladies and gentlemen, Ricky Williams. Yeah, Ricky. Joining us now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, a man who's definitely going to have a take on a Roger Goodell, Deshaun Watson interaction. Mm -hmm. A man who is definitely going to have thoughts about the Hall of Fame game as a whole. A man who's won a college football national championship, a Super Bowl champion. Uh, He's won at the Ryder Cup. Whoa. And he's a father of 10. Yes, he is. Ohio fuck through and through. The all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers, A.J. Hawk. AJ, how you doing? How'd you feel about Roger Goodell, Deshaun Watson having a little moment? They've obviously Mm. chatted with each other, I would assume, a lot of times over the last few years with everything very serious happening around the football game with Deshaun Watson. How'd you feel about him signing autographs before the game? How'd you feel about last night as a whole, AJ, with the NFL kicking off in Canton, Ohio? Well, I think I have to start first with the Raj and Deshaun interaction. Now, where exactly did that take place? Speech somewhere, right? It yeah, looked like yeah. there was some sort of event taking place. I don't, I don't know if yeah. Raj was having one and Deshaun, like, kind of, hey, I'm in town. You know, I, I don't know. One of the two. I don't know exactly how it all came to be, <laughs> but it did feel like it was an event. Raj being there, I think, is a big deal. I think the commissioner well, there is a big deal. How much their relationship, like how tight they look to be, like joking around, messing around. There's a lot of jocularity between the two, and I know they've had a lot of communication, but I don't know about you, but when someone sits there and pats me either on the ribs or like low back or weird stomach, and they do it multiple times over and over, look, he's holding his hand there too. Like I, That makes me – it gets awkward for me. I'm like, all right, this is a weird spot right now. Well, so I think he's saying, all right, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Oh. It's, it's either one of those yep. or like Bill Polian, for instance um, – Anytime I'd come back in the building, because my weight did fluctuate a bit there at the beginning, oh. he would give me uh, like a hug, dap, uh, a lot of jocularity there, though, to your point, a lot of jocularity happening. Yeah. Between, and they've had, let's say, I don't know what, 200 conversations probably, probably. over the last two sure. years yeah. after everything that has taken. I assume they've chatted a lot, and I, I assume they'll be talking throughout his, the entirety of his career or whatever. But Bill Polian was always checking to see how my offseason was. Mm-hmm. I could okay. feel his hands. Like Vrabel checking. Yeah, I, get I that. could feel his hands doing it. Yeah, Vrabel, another oh. one. Vrabel, first time at Tahoe, my first time meeting him in person. He, he took his massive mitt and was clearly <laughs> attempting to move me. Mm-hmm. Move, as a, nah. as a, it was him saying hello. Right, that's a yeah. that's a hello. I have met of Rabel before, though. Right, I've met a lot of them. Right, I, I, you know, I've been, I don't I, think he's like. I don't think it's uh, it maybe subconsciously, but no, that's just how he was greeting you. Maybe it's in the back of his mind. Yeah, I'm gonna test this guy. I will, but see what he see if he's all flabby up here on his shoulder. No, I don't think. I think he was trying to. Yeah, I think like, he was checking you, knock think, him off his center. Yeah, I think. It, I don't know. You saw Rabel. I, I think I was talking with you, or maybe the cat. Multiple different people looking at me like. 
Does Vrabes have the biggest hands you've ever seen? Like, his hands are absolute bear claws. Dude, he's got Andre the Giant type <laughs> hands. Whenever he was yeah. doing just, like, normal hand stuff, writing with a little fucking pencil on the mm-hmm. thing, it looked tiny. And then whenever he hit me, it was a full-on oh, yeah, full grab. And I leaned into it at the last second. I was a little boozed up, probably a little high as well, what? both at altitude and my soul because of the local laws that are available there. But I leaned into it, and I'm like, oh, I think I passed the test here. And then this past time walking around with him, you realize, and he told Bustin' with the boys this on the podcast as well, I think Vrabes could still play in the NFL if he really fucking had to. Yep. Like, if he had no other option, if Vrabes had no other option, okay, nobody would hire him for coach. He has no other job. He's going broke. Has to work out. I think Vrabes could still play in the NFL if he had to. He'd figure out a position yeah. that he could play at and do well. That dude is just the football guy of all football guys, I think, in the history of football guys. That's what That was my take on him after hanging out with him for whatever, five hours while walking eight miles together <laughs> oh, right. uh, around while he blows through four packs of cigarettes. Yep. Legendary. He, yep. 17 yep. tins of Zin, mm-hmm. probably. <laughs> yep. <laughs> If I had to guess, and then also a a couple cartridges, just in case. And I'm like, are you tired right now at all? Like, I was getting winded towards the end. It was Sunday. We're walking. I'm like, are you sore or tired? Like, it was one of the most disgusting. That's what I wanted to bring up. I remember when you asked that Sunday afternoon, back nine, we've been out there four days or whatever walking. Braves is, he's 50, I believe, right? Or almost, I don't know what his age is exactly. He played in the league 14 years, and he was cruising down like 30 yards ahead of us. I remember you said, how do you, like, doesn't your body hurt? Like, aren't you tired? And he looked at us like, what are you, are you serious? So, like, he was offended by the question. Sig, I think yeah. Sig was in the side of the moth, too. Oh, yeah. oh. So it was like out of a movie. He's walking. And it's like, <laughs> God damn, we're trying to keep up with this guy. Like, you know, we're trying to have a conversation. We're trying to golf together. It's like, hey, are you not? And at that point, all of my toes had been bruised. Yep. The bottom of my feet had been cramping. And I Sunburn. think legs, my, yeah, I was burnt. My legs just like, I think I pulled a hamstring somehow. The knees are obviously just falling apart. It's like, I'm playing terrible golf. Like it is <laughs> 7,000 degrees. I mean, it was just, it's a thing out. That Tahoe is a real experience. It mm-hmm. is. But he's just waltzed, like actually full gait, full stride, waltzing through. Super fast the whole time too. And it's like, bro, what the fuck? Has he ever played with the Miz? Can you imagine if he played with the Miz? Oh, yes. Oh, that's the dream group to Pull watch. That would be amazing. How do we somehow get in there? You know, they only do groups of oh. three. We mm-hmm. got to figure out how to make that happen someday. Also, Sunday, um, just we're talking about Tahoe when there was football last night. We do apologize. We'll dive into that a little bit more here in a bit. Uh, Sunday at Tahoe needs to be a scramble for the people that aren't in it. Oh, yeah. It has to. You know what I mean? Yeah, you guys. I mean, you guys came up with a great plan. It seems like to make not it me. could make sense. This Vrabes. Is, this is not me. This is not my idea. So do not take it as my idea. And I don't know if Vrabes necessarily wants us to say like, "Hey, Vrabes has this idea to make what you guys got going on." People were just spitballing. People were just throwing things out. Brainstorm. You're right. Yeah, it was just an idea thing. As we were, oh, oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Am I going to be in 72nd or 71st? Am I going to do that? It was the whole thing. Vrabes mentioned in the conversation about how it should be a scramble on that Sunday for the people that don't think they're in it or not in it. And then we could put actual money in there and then have a prize pool. And then it's all of a sudden, like, I think that's a juice. I think there's a lot of juice there for, like, what, 
60% or 70% of the people yeah. that are in the tournament. Yep. I think that makes it a little bit amplified. Like, us as a scramble team would have been – Oh my. You go two on, two on two would be fun if you played in foursomes and, like, us two against two other people and you go and you're battling the whole time. That'd be cool. Dude, it would be electrifying. I think Sunday yeah. would be, like, all of a sudden mm-hmm. the best day. All For yeah. sure. Everyone thinks they can win that. Yeah. Everyone there. I think so, too. Yeah, it's perfect. Now, granted, the, t- the tournament's amazing. It's been going for a long time. It is. Yeah, yeah. So you guys do. <laughs> 33 years. 33 30 years running now. <laughs> Ratings are great. And this is what assholes do whenever they do something like <laughs> Steph that. Curry, Steph Curry won it on an eagle putt from a mile away this year and had a hole-in-one. But get us off the course, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Quit, let's guys, clear yeah. the dance floor for those guys. Yeah, because right. they're actually – they're good, good. Like, th- these yeah. guys are, are good, good at golf. It's like, clear the floor. <laughs> let, us, <laughs> let us get out of here a little bit. But – I do. I would like to stick around and watch them play because the end of those things seem electrified. Yeah. yeah. Tony Romo a couple years back going on yep. a run. Steph and Marty tied going into the final hole or yeah. whatever. Unreal. And then a yell and a backswing on a drive. And then Steph says, "Who cares? You yell. I don't get. Would he have got eagle here? Or, no. Okay, I did. This thing's <laughs> over. Draining an eagle putt to win a tournament when you need to drain an eagle." What a moment for, like, as a golf tournament. Yes. Yeah. As a whole, it's... Uh, and Steph Curry does it, too. Like, And you saw how juiced Steph was. He instantly sprinted to his family. Like, he had... He was obviously very excited when we got that hole-in-one as well. Well... After the match. like the golf gods going his way. Yeah. yeah. He had he had an axe to grind after the match. I assume once he saw everybody uh-huh. saying, "Oh, Steph Curry isn't that good. I guess he's wasting all this time playing golf. And then he goes out, wins... The ACC championship. I mean, that's got to feel great. Yeah, people were saying, like, hey, pal, we saw, like, a picture or a video of you in the middle of the season mm-hmm. walking out of a top golf with your entire fucking set of clubs. Yep. Like, let's put those down. Yeah. Can't do it. Okay, you're, you're, getting, you're losing to Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. These guys are drinking more Coors Lights what? than hitting golf balls in a year. So. Right? So, let's just start doing some comparisons. You, you're losing to these guys. That's not good. And then he comes back. It's like, no, I had a bad day. So, mm-hmm. and did you see my partner? All right, and did you hear our spokesperson, right. Draymond, talking shit on us <laughs> Man. the entire time? Okay, sorry about it. And then he gets a whole one wins the tournament. Good for him. Let's talk about some stuff happening around the NFL. We chatted about it briefly in the first hour, but I would love your take. Unique Ngakwe goes to the Chicago Bears, $10.5 million. That's a lot of money at this stage of the NFL calendar. We're all very, very happy for him. Now, they, the boys said that the Internet says that he is great at getting to the quarterback, mm-hmm. but yeah. can't stop the run much in the NFC North. A lot of running going to take place. Does that matter? Is the modern football? Uh, it's something that this is definitely a good good signing for the Bears, AJ. I think it's a good signing. Yeah, I mean, one year, 10.5 mil. I don't know. He obviously had to have other offers out there, didn't he, for him to, to get a, a price like this? It's a lot of money. That would be awesome uh, if he didn't. Yeah. You know, if he was just like, well, yeah. you know who's uh, – Yeah, uh, sorry. They're saying 975. A little, a little so, too much. I don't know. They also, you know, taxes – Illinois, uh, yeah. what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Compensate for that. What if it was just a ghost? What if it was just uh no, they told me not to tell anybody who the team is, so you can't right. call around Maybe. But I would assume the dude can teams. bend. The dude can bend and he's very explosive. That's the thing. Like, okay, he may not be the, the stoutest guy against the run, but there's guys all over the planet you can find to stop the run. There's not guys all over the place that can yep. bend and run full speed sideways parallel to the ground we were happy he was a colt last year yes colt stunk last year so Mm -hmm. can't really get a good judgment on whether or not like how's his Mm -hmm. leadership Mm because he's been around i mean we have no idea because there's real no no moments of leadership when you got this guy get fired a 25 year old call it's hard to get numbers too when you're behind most games too it's hard to get a lot of sacks 
Yeah, because they're running they're clocks out. The rental Great line. point. Yeah. And he's got some crazy stat. I forget what it is, but it's like one of five players to have eight-plus sacks in every single season that he's played in. So he is Jeez. productive, at least, in the pass game. Yeah, he's, he was a good – like when the Colts oh, needed yeah. something, he was good for us just last yeah. year. Yep. $10.5 million says a lot of people value him as a great player. Now, let's uh, talk about what's going on in the Indianapolis Colts. I have some uh, – I think some news up. Yeah, right. A little bit of an update on some things. Okay. Not only do uh Lolita? Well, Talkie Tay. Talkie Tay. Talkie Tay will come up in this conversation, I do believe. Ooh. Oh, Whoa. Indiana Knights. Wow. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Holy shit. Oh. Oh. This alternate uniform announcement? Yeah, with them Indiana boys on them Indiana Knights. And that's what you got going on here. Dropped off and you know just started peppering them with questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be all, is it a blackout? Black jerseys, black pants. All right. See, don't need you asking those. Funny questions. you should mention. Yeah, that. it's interesting enough. That's the only reason to do that. I feel. Well, well there, there while we were on that little you know, two yeah. three week break, he's on uh, a jog. Yeah, jog. Yeah, he's on a hop. Get on your horse. <laughs> Look at that. It's almost like Big Ben. <laughs> So really Bro, fast. Think about me great. doing conditioning tests with that with strength coaches, what their reactions are. You know, whenever like, all right, you got four seconds to finish. You dive through the line 20 straight. Got it. I got it. I got it. Got it. Check the yep. tape. Yep. Check the tape. This is the jerseys here. Hell you know yeah. I mean? Is that the Jaguars? No, the blue is weird on this for my star angle. AJ. We're wow. talking about them Indiana boys. Hold it up again, please. On them Indiana Knights. Why would you pull out a Jaguars jersey? I'm saying it, it kind of had a glimpse of that. Yeah. They're, okay, it's cool. It's got like some pattern in there. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Yeah, it's almost That's like. sweet. It's almost like it is the aquarium. Yep. That oh. Takate is currently yeah. staying. A little gloomy. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't I'm realize this. I'm uh, all in. Did you guys know that if you are going to save a whale, that it goes against your salary cap, and then because you're spending money to save a whale, you can't pay your running back? Because that's what the internet's telling me. Sports Illustrated posted it. Yeah. I saw a lot of people post it. Yeah. Jim Mersey about to spend double what he'd have to pay Jonathan (laughs) Taylor to fly a whale from Miami to Washington. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Breaking news. (laughs) Oh, wow. <laughs> Shocking. Respect. Interesting. <laughs> ML football has developed a style of posting. It's not yeah. instead of, instead of. Come on. Yeah, now. dude. Yeah, th- that's th- right. It is. Well, it's not the best count out there, but yeah, well, it is. We can say, like, hey, he had a, an expensive dinner the other night, too. That could have gone to Jonathan Taylor. What are you saying? Dude, did you see Jerry Jones' yacht? Whenever he made yeah. that draft pick a couple of years yeah. ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> Zeke can't be a cowboy. <laughs> you got that thing floating around? No that way! Right. No way! That was a funny. That was a funny little angle, and we're obviously just talking about this because it is the Colts, and it is a huge conversation here in Indianapolis. Not that the Indiana boys on the Indiana Knights are going to look sure. So I cool. honestly, I like that, like the little pattern it has to it. I couldn't see that first. Yeah, but I think it should be black with like blue as the little pattern in the back. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. cool. What color pants? Uh, black, definitely. Okay. Those will look, look cool. And yeah. they, were, they should maybe black shoes, white laces. 
For sure. Well, white would be the complete opposite of them, Indian ice, but that's just uh, that's uh, well, street lights. So yeah, yeah. Stars, yeah. Could do blue laces though. That's what? Ooh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Those so are we're doing what, in what game? Uh, we're oh. gonna have to win it probably Thursday night. Uh, I don't even know if we have a. I don't think we have. Prime. Yeah, I think we don't have a primetime game. I think what? they're all one o'clock games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, maybe for the playoffs then. We'll win them in the playoffs. Yeah, this will be oh. the main damn boys in the Indiana yeah. afternoons. <laughs> <laughs> but with Jonathan Taylor, the sun's in, coming through. The sun's <laughs> coming through with a weird angle, you know. Yep. But it's roofs hit, open. But it's hitting. Feels the, like it's nine a.m. at warmups. Yeah, it's hitting the the helmet, and they're like, "Is that gloss or a matte finish? What is that on the thing? You know what I mean? Maybe they wear it while they're in Europe. Nine thirty a.m. Eastern. Yeah, that's the the, yeah. boys in them European mornings. It looks sweet. I'm thankful they did that, but I was chit-chatting with them, peppering them with questions. Yeah. You know, a slew of people come from the Colts. Great relationships over there. I appreciate everybody so much that is around that building right now trying to do what they could do to get that team back to being a, a good football team. But we started peppering them with questions. We're like, hey, how's Jonathan Taylor with everybody? Hmm. You know, because all those people behind the scenes that we kind of like chat with and know well and have a lot of respect for and great appreciation for and people that literally are good people and work their asses off for the Colts have for a long time, will for the foreseeable future. Those are the ones that you can like really trust with some stuff, you know, whenever you ask them about how things are going and they won't, they'll lock it in, you know, with Mm -hmm. me. I am no longer in the building. So I am, you know, I, I, I understand Smart. Smart by those those people. Yeah, I understand that. So there are some things, though, that I feel like when I ask them, they're like, yes, we need – somebody needs to say – Yeah. So, like, Jonathan Taylor, I think, much better in uh, the facility in the building like than it, than it was at the beginning of training camp. That's huge news. They're saying, like, yeah, things are kind of – like, we're starting – like, feels like, you know, things are getting – so that's great, yes. I think, for all parties. Like, I think that's good news. I mean, what else did I tell you? They would, they would dance around it, I think. Yeah. You okay, you, yeah, you get it, because you, yeah, okay. All right, All right that I mean? is good news. I hope he gets back. Like, they need him. They obviously need oh, him. Yeah. I think and, he needs to play. Get him out there. And I think they also wanted to tell me, like, hey, it's getting, we're in a, you know. A little bit of progress. Here better, we go. Better so that, who knows what that means business-wise? Who knows what that, that means health-wise, right? So, like, I, I think he wasn't practicing because of a lingering injury or something like that. And I know there had been thoughts, I think, Somebody said that he should just say he, his back hurts or something like that until this gets resolved. I, I think that was being mentioned a lot for that entire thing. And he requested a trade, obviously, before the bus visit after chatting with Jim Mersey. And Jim Mersey obviously has come out and said a lot of things. It's crazy to think about what is going to happen with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Team could be good. Listen, okay? What's everybody's face for? Everybody's making this. Well, right, sure. Big, big up. Every, every team could be good. Absolutely. Could be good. You're right. Cincinnati Bengals went to Super Bowl. Anything could happen. Yeah. Probability just, of them being good, I'm not sure. And what good exactly, what does good mean for the Colts this year? I guess that's what we got. What are the expectations? And seven in the playoffs. So. Super Bowl. What are we? <laughs> that, okay. that, we're we're winning the Super Bowl. So now we can definitely say no. Okay. That, we're going to the playoffs. I don't know, that'd though, be, man. You're right. be they got Gardner. I like Gardner there too, if he's in there at all. Like I, I don't know, man. I, I think they could surprise some people. I think. Thank you, AJ. Listen to you on really this feel do. good Friday. Mm-hmm. Listen to I you. Do. Six and a half wins. That's an over. That is a clear over. Yeah. That, what do you think their ceiling is wins wise? Ceiling. Yeah. 
Come on, buddy. How many how many games you played in the season? 17. 17. I don't see why. They, ain't nobody had to deal with Anthony <laughs> Richardson yet. I mean, it's, no, the out. divisional guys are going to get to see him twice. Good for them. But everybody else has to see this motherfucker for the first time. Yeah. With Shane Steichen, too? I mean, no, honestly, though, I, I think. If they win nine games, you'd be jumping oh, for joy. Very happy. Yeah. yeah. Very, very yeah. One of the playoffs. If, if there were some highlights, mm-hmm. there were some highlights. Yeah. yeah. What's, What's our scary? schedule look You're like? Right. They have a tough schedule? No. Well, no. We're good, seemingly. You know, but the NFL schedule is what's real, what isn't. You, teams can change so quickly. Oh, the Jets are on our schedule. That's good. They suck. Oh, now oh. everybody wants to be a New York Jet all of a sudden. Yeah. They are flying around, even though they lose last night on the – all right, so we got the Jags first. Uh, sorry, there. Doug. Doug and Trevor don't have it figured out yet. Mm-hmm. Nope. Or Calvin. They will. Houston Texans, they're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. they got a rookie quarterback. They know the deal. D'Amico Ryans is <laughs> – he won't know what to do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that guy's never done anything on defense side of the ball. No. Anthony Richardson's going to surprise yeah. the shit out of him. Yeah, <laughs> Week two, they won't even have it figured out. Yeah. Oh, and then the Ravens—that's a good ball club. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ravens. a good tough. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good ball. Los Angeles Rams. Who knows? Get them for sure. Yeah. Who, knows? who knows? Who knows? Matthew Stafford's still a guy. Cooper Cup though out. Yeah, yeah. hammy. Is this going to happen? Is this what this is? I hope he'll be not. back. I hope he'll be not. back. Yeah. I know, but I hope it, this does. This isn't a recurring thing. Yeah, yeah, recurring. So hopefully, let him sit out. Let him get fully healthy before he comes back. That's for sure. I think he's gotten unlucky. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's been like a thing. I think when he gets back too, I think he's going to be great because you saw some shit mm-hmm. between them when he was back, and then he gets hurt. Man, what are the Rams? Dirty. What are the Rams? What are What are the expectations for you guys this year? Seven games. That's about it. Seven I mean, it's games. All young guys. Next right? year, it's though. All young next guys, year. first time players. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. About got, forty of them. They got Aaron Donald. Yep. Matthew Stafford. Yep. Cooper Cup. Yep. yep. And that's it. There you go. That's kind of the. End the rest of them are twenty years old. No picks. And to they're help. just going to. They go could out be there. good though. Lot it could be, these guys could be studs. McVay's going to earn that paycheck. I think next year is the year though. They're going to roll. Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and them. Are just going to roll the ball out there and just be fucking terrible next year? Oh, they're well, talking about them getting maybe moved. Yeah, as well. If if they start, if they lose five of the first seven games, like Aaron Donald might be getting traded to a contender or get picks back because they don't have any. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about what? Wasn't he already retired once home. and then he yeah. came back? Yeah, he came Bring back. Him uh, anyways, we got a lot to look forward to this season. Colts are going to be good. We don't have time to go through the whole schedule. They win twelve games next year. Okay, twelve. Thirteen. Congrats. Win thirteen Congrats. games. Congrats. Okay. Hey, let's go. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who will be having a documentary about him released next Tuesday on Netflix under the Untold series. An absolute, I could say legend, uh, international treasure, I believe. Mm -hmm. Everybody on earth learned about this guy, has followed this guy through his ups and his downs. It will all be documented, I assume, and we will watch it on Tuesday. A lot of clips coming out and talks about it. It might be one of the greatest life stories that have been told in sports in a long time. Yep. Joining us now, what's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, shit, you're right. Let's run the teaser for this thing. We got an exclusive teaser for this. This, I think, is going to be, like, remarkable. Large. Run this thing from Netflix. He's taking on Rolling Stones Beatles status. Manziel Madness has spawned the nickname Johnny Football. Johnny Football. Johnny Football. Johnny Football. When I got everything that I wanted, I think I was the most empty that I've ever felt inside. 
I think the way that I played quarterback was just a different kind of football. They couldn't stop it. He transcended college football and also sports. But I had a bone to pick with the NCAA. The organization continues to profit off student athletes. People have been making millions on the back of Johnny. I remember this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, I've got 30 grand for you to sign autographs. And once that happened for the first time, it was like game on. After that, I saw a different side of him. When you take one step onto a slippery slope, it goes pretty quick. You have to be careful keeping too much expectations on a young man. Johnny, I saying it was win or lose, we booze. And it was real true. It was just direct self-sabotage. Probably a $5 million bender. He had this fear in his eyes. The money and the fame is eating him alive. You have to look back and think, were you ever going to be satisfied? Was enough ever enough? Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Manziel. Yeah! Hey! Hey, thank you uh, for letting the world kind of in on your life here over the last, what, 15 years, I assume, is where this thing goes. How long does this thing go back and start? Oh, I think it's been probably about 12 now. We're at at a a good dozen. Hey, look at you, old man. Hey, look at you, old man. (laughs) Oh, man, you made it. You made it. But uh, going through this, was it difficult for you to kind of relive everything? Or has this kind of been an active process that you've been going through at the same time? I think it has really been active over the years. You know, as time goes on and you sit back and reflect on everything that's kind of happened, um, you know, you kind of just do that with life itself. So this was something I was excited to do, excited to tell my story. Um, you know, I got a chance to watch it for the first time last night. So, you know, feeling much better now than, uh, you know, than I was probably a couple of days ago. Oh, you're scared to death, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Scared to death may not be the right word, but you never know. You know how they're going to flame it. How they're going to how it's going to look back. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, looking look at it, looking at your life. So, um, you know, I'm extremely satisfied. And you know, it's kind of the way that I wanted to tell the story. I wanted to reflect, you know, well on College Station, well on my time at A and M, because uh, you know those times were legendary. Yeah, I'd say. I think that's yeah. where we all learned about you. Go ahead, AJ. Uh, what made you want to do this project? And is this something that they were reaching out to you? I would I would assume a lot of platforms wanted to follow you and do something like this. Obviously, Netflix seems like a great home for you. Yeah, I watched uh, Marty Fish, uh, the documentary he did with Untold on one of their first seasons and loved it. You know, I love the way that, um, you know, he talked about his struggles with mental health and how it was. And, uh, you know, I was able to relate to that really well. Um, Netflix reached out to me about doing it and I kind of jumped at the opportunity. Um, The guys I worked with, Ryan Duffy and the whole team were, um, from the second I met them in LA, were, you know, above and beyond. They were awesome. And it was, uh, it was a really easy mesh. So you talk about the Marty Fish one. We enjoyed it as well. We actually had Marty on to talk about it. I think this Untold series is really well done. I I think it is really well done. We're very uh, appreciative of it. And I think what's being talked about, and it's kind of showcased there in the trailer a little bit, whenever you talk about the mental health stuff, like you were either very close to or considering just calling it basically, right? And I think that is being documented in this documentary about your actual lowest, 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 lowest low when you were thinking about disappearing that's kind of all a part of this whole story first of all thank you if that is the case for doing that because there's a lot of humans out there who are probably potentially either at the point you were or maybe creeping up on it and when they hear a success story or somebody on the other side of it it is a massive ordeal but that's real that's real deep stuff is that is that those 
What's being said on the internet true that that's going to be a part of the untold? And why did you think that that was the right thing to kind of talk about? Because that had to be hard for you to kind of relive it all. Yeah, it did. Uh, that was the first time I had ever really told anybody outside my immediate family. So to kind of sit down on camera and walk them through, you know, just kind of how that year went after the NFL, you know, you, you see it in the doc, but as you get to Cleveland and you have all these expectations and everything's on you, and then it just doesn't go any, you know, resemblance of the way that you anticipated it, the way you wanted it to, um, you know, with a lot of things mixed in to get me to that point. So, um, you know, I think it was almost like a pre-planned thing that I had that this is just, you know, go burn it down till you can't anymore and then uh, and then take your life. And for me, sitting back here six, seven, eight years now, um, you know, I sit here with more gratitude for every day, um, gratitude towards the small things. And, you know, I was able to just was able to put life into a little bit different perspective after going through something like that, um, because, you know, it was dark for me. It, it was, um, you know, even more so tough to just ride that all the way down from the top of the mountaintop than it ever was, you know, riding to the top of that mountain um, the two years prior. Okay, so I appreciate you sharing your story. You're going to change somebody's life. You, I, that person might never tell you, you might never find out, but you will from that whole thing. So cool of you to do that now that you're six years removed from it all. Um, let's talk about that, that ride, Don, you know, penthouse, outhouse. So do you, did, when you looked back on yourself, did you, did you, you just handled it poorly. You thought it was never going to go away. What did you? What do you think? Why have you got to the answer of why certain shit happened? And does the doc talk about that as well? Yeah, it does. I think um, you know my whole life had been football for so long, and it had been so kind of easy breezing to get to the point to where I was at. Um, you know, what do you do when you throw away that opportunity and you have nobody to blame but yourself? You know, what do you do when you have everything in the world and, and everybody's dream and you? you know, just kind of take it and throw it in the trash and, and disregard it, you know. Um, you know, I think looking back on the whole thing is, you know, just being honest with myself about how I felt at that time and how I felt about the game of football. Um, and that it's okay to not, you know, it's okay to do other things than, than go throw that leather pigskin around, you know. For a long time, I didn't think that there was anything else in life that was worthy of doing um, other than what happens between those lines. So we just talked to Ricky Williams in the last hour and obviously very different, very different uh, post-football runs yeah. there. But it is the when the identity is a sport and it isn't anything else, sometimes you get caught up in your own thoughts and everything like that. So while the world is celebrating you at Texas A&M and like after you win the Heisman and then, I mean, we were all, I mean, everybody was like, this dude's a dog. Bro. Yes. This dude's an absolute, absolute dog, bro. Whenever you're doing all that, you're just living your high life with no real thoughts about anything else. And then when you get to Cleveland, maybe there's a little bit difficulty. It's not just all fun. And then that's when you start kind of thinking negatively about football or life as a whole. Or how did we get to where you think? Yeah, I think it's just a snowball effect of, you know, maybe dealing with some adversity for the first time, being really just exhausted after, you know, those two years in college. You know, if you think back to how it was, you have the, you know, everything changes at the Alabama game. Two months later, you're sitting in New York for the Heisman. You win, you come back to school. Um, and then, you know, three or four months later, I'm getting, you know, drugged to the depths um, by the NCAA um, regarding the whole investigation. You go straight from that into the NFL draft training. Then you, next thing you know, you kind of look up 
um, and you're in Cleveland. You don't really know how you got there. You don't really know um, what's happened over the course of the last six months, probably. So, um, you know, I think I just didn't understand that there would be struggles in life and, and growing up. Um, you know, being such a young person in the spotlight. And I think I just struggle with it. I, I think I looked at the people around me that were closest and were like, you know, I'm good. You know, I'm doing all right. Everything looks good. Look around. Everything, you know, looks and appears to be okay when, you know, really inside you're probably drowning a little bit. You're drowning with, uh, you know, a new place, uh, just a bunch of new things. And, and I, you know, I just wasn't okay. And I wasn't at a place in my life to be able to grab somebody and be like, yo, I'm not. We're happy you're out of it, buddy. Oh, yeah. Same oh, yeah. Seemingly, seemingly happy you're out of it. And we're happy you're being as transparent as you are with your story because hopefully, you know, the next Johnny football that comes along, not that there ever will be, and you talk about that Alabama game. What a fucking Oh, man. Oof. Huh? You ever watch it? Hey, you still like football? You jaded against football? Still uh, still love football. For a couple years, I was probably a little bit jaded, but I'm back now. You ever watch your old highlights and you're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I was pretty Damn. fucking good. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back and flip. I'll go back and flip them on a little bit here and there. Every uh, you know, when that day comes, eleven ten, you know, November tenth, I usually pop on the Alabama game first thing in the morning, grab a cold beer, and kick it. Why? Hey, uh, November tenth. Yeah, we're starting in the morning. Why? It's a good day. <laughs> yeah, you remember. It's a good day. Everything changed here. The boys have some questions for you, Johnny. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Johnny. With everything that happened with you in the NCAA, and now when you look at it with the NIL and everything going on. How do you feel about that? And then also, have you reached out to anybody, especially some of the higher-profile players, and even kind of given a little you know, word of advice just because of what everything's going on with these players in college football now? Yeah, well, I guess first, you know, I think college football is in a better spot. You know, I think it is better for these guys to be able to capitalize off their name, image, and likeness. I don't think they've got it necessarily dialed in to exactly what it'll be in its perfect form down the road. You know, it's hard to watch college football be the transfer portal and all these things. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm just saying that because it's not working out for my Aggies right now. But oh, you guys, oh, boy, number one recruiting class, yep. number one nation, yeah. number one that. Yes. You know, I will say this from, from, from you guys knowing this being in a, you know, a pro locker room, money like that and things like that do change guys. Now, 18 year olds, Johnny, imagine being 18 18 year old. I get it. I get it. So, you know, I think at A&M, when you look back at it, there was just guys who were like, I've got it now. I don't need to be doing any of this. You're talking about practice. You're talking about practice. I'm trying to go hit, you know, take this Ferrari down the block real quick in college station and pick up a dime piece or something. (laughs) Johnny, I, I've said the same things. Like, not that I was. Let's say I was one of these kids who happens to be very good at a position. Yep. Not saying that I ever was. But if I, when I'm 18 years old, I got $40,000 out in loans, okay, at like 40% interest rates. <laughs> mm. I was on full scholarship to kick balls to have a good time in college. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't even imagine signing a $750,000 deal as I think like not that eye-opening. This no. guy signed no. up like $3 million, yep. million, $4 million as an 18-year-old living by yourself. I mean – you think these motherfuckers are going to wake up at 5 a.m. for, like, off-season workouts? And, like, I, I think you're going to have to be incredibly mentally tough to get through that potential thing. You know, they say it's hard to be, what, a combat sports person when you're sleeping on satin sheets. Or yeah. yeah. It's like I couldn't even imagine 18 thinking I had it figured out. <laughs> I got to figure it out. You know, you know where I tell you that they are doing that, though, and they are doing right, and they are at those 5 a.m. workouts? I guarantee you Nick Saban's not taking that shit. 
Yeah, and West Virginia, I thought you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, Georgia. Never too. know about the old Mountaineers. Yeah. Hey, Georgia, too. Hey, there's a couple places where it's just like understood, like, hey, hard-ass coach. Yep. Not easy life at all. It's going to be very difficult. You're not going to play either because we have literally every five-star. And guys are like, yeah, that's why, yeah, I came here. It's a factory pretty much. Like this is an NFL factory, and some places will never be able to figure that out. Tone has a question for you about your school, actually. Yeah, I wanted to know about your involvement with A&M currently. Are you part of the collective? Are you part of the NIL? Can you go to these guys since they did have such a disappointing and say, hey, I know you got this money, but you're not there yet? I know you're opening up a business uh, in College Station. Uh, so what is your involvement with A&M right now? You know, right now I'm pretty much, um, you know, I'm not involved with the program specifically. Um, my, um, you know, involvement is pretty much just me. Um, I went to probably six games last year, spent a lot of time there, had a Hall of Fame induction, went to, went to you know, six kind of tough games last year. Yeah. But, you know, I reach out to pretty much, you know, the majority of the guys in our recruiting class. Um, every year I'll go through the list, follow them on Twitter, follow them on Instagram, send them a DM, um, you know, pretty much just saying, you know, look, I want to be a, uh, you know, I want to be a positive force for this, um, for this football program. If you ever need anything, here's my number. Feel free to reach out. If you have questions, questions about NIL, questions about this. Um, and then when I go back in the locker room, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, preaching pretty much, you know, the same thing that I always would, you know, this is, uh, this is small peanuts compared to what you want to do in the grand scheme of things. You know, you can go take this maybe hundred thousand, 200,000 right now, but this isn't something that's going to set you up for life. You know, the, the things that I loved about college football were that grind, were that, you know, getting after it with your brothers and in, in, in a practice in the off season. Um, so all that has to still stay in place for you to be able to, you know, do what you want to do and be successful just because you think you got a little bit of money doesn't really, you know, it's not going to last you the rest of your life. And it's it's um, it's something you're still going to have to work for for three or four years that you're there. Hey, it's the reason why those $30,000 nights are so good, because those 5 a.m. mornings are fucking so bad. You know, like it that's, is. that's probably is. why, you know, those types of things. And it's like there's going to be guys that are going to be able to break through. Like you're already seeing it, like Marvin Harrison Jr. for mm-hmm. example. This guy's getting better somehow while he's getting richer. He's got Louis Vuitton shoes on in the game with a watch. And he's still catching other people. And then he's still showing up with the jugs machine in his apartment, his house, like just doing it all. It's like some people will be able to break through. But I think a lot of people are kind of going to get left behind by their own doing, I think. And uh, I, I think I think I'm a perfect example of it. You know, I think I have the ability to go and look at those guys in the locker room now and be like, you know, you want to you want to look at a guy who thought he was hot shit. You know, you want to look at a guy who thought that nothing was ever going to go wrong and he could just breeze through this second year of college and, you know, go make this money and do this and everything was going to work out. Well, you know, life humbles you in a way that's very quick. You know, I think anybody in that locker room right now up into a point would, um, you know, trade positions and want to try and accomplish what, you know, I did from college to the to getting to the NFL, you know. But, you know, if you don't work at it and you let the other things become bigger than, you know, the game of football, quickly it'll pass you by and then you're sitting here 10 years later you know watching other guys do what you know what you love to do at one point yeah so i know aj has something but like the follow-up about him saying you just opened that establishment so the money bar let's talk about the money bar yeah we had a great shot bar when i was on a recruiting (laughs) visit in 2011 and then by the time i got to campus it was gone um and i always missed it you know i've been talking about opening a shot bar in college station for a while um 
you know, I'm working on getting back to uh, getting back to A&M a lot more. So I want to have a direct little hub from Scottsdale to College Station and just kind of make that the path for me moving forward. And this is just the start. You know, I think, um, you know, over the next couple of years, going to try and do more and more and more um, in that town. OK, when do we open? What What are the hours? Do we have food? What is it? <laughs> Uh, the hours for the McAfee clan are 24 seven and we <laughs> oh, are, yeah. we are uh, we're opening the first, we're opening the first week of uh, college football season. So hey. we're ready to rock. What is it? Sports bar? What a shop bar you said? What does that mean? No, it's just going to be a shop bar. We're just going to have drinks, a couple tables, and then we're working on a, uh, on another concept that we'll hopefully have open next year. Okay, cool. We have patio. We got patio. We got a couple tables for you. It'll, uh, it'll be good. Look at this. Okay. Good for you. Entrepreneur. Love it. That's a hard place to get into though. Right. I've heard. Uh, it is. There's there's only so much real estate there in College Station. All right, good for you, man. Go ahead, AJ. <laughs> Sorry about that, pal. Johnny, were, were you uh, obviously your time at A and M was it was a special time in college football? I think were you able to enjoy it? Obviously, we see the you know the trailer for the Netflix deal. Yeah, it looked like you were having a good time. But were you able to actually? Did you ever look around and be like, man, this is pretty sweet? What's going on right now? Like, and actually be present in the moment. It's tough to really like see the magnitude of it when you're when you're that young um, and it's all happening that fast. But, you know, I said this in the doc, you know, I don't think Johnny football um, ever had a bad day, um, especially especially in college. You know, was it a little bit, uh, you know, tough to be in that small of a town? Sure. But, you know, Johnny football never had a bad day there. I'll tell you what, Johnny Football loves smoking blunts. What? <laughs> Johnny Football never had a bad day. I love that. So do you talk about like two different humans almost? I think it is. You know, it was two different humans from from you know the times at A and M till till the years after that. Ty has a question for you, Johnny. We always talk about how much situations matter in the NFL in terms of like when it doesn't really work out for a guy. Do you ever look back and think like, hey, if I don't go to Cleveland and I you know go higher in the draft, like you know everyone was talking about you going one overall or, or, or just in like the top ten. Do you ever think back and think if I would have been somewhere other than Cleveland, then maybe things would have ended up differently? Or do you think that kind of everything that did happen was kind of inevitable and it was going to happen no matter where you wound up? Yeah, I, I've gravitated more towards the latter of those. You know, I think for a long time it was such a big what if and one that people would come up to me and, you know, talk about all the time. Hey, what if you would have ended up in Dallas or you would have ended up in Houston or you would have been here or been there? I think the answer that I look back now and feel the most confident about is it probably wouldn't have gone well anywhere. You know, I think, um, you know, I just got to the point where, you know, it's, it's crazy to even say, but as you're getting to start your next journey in a new career in professional football, you know, I was almost burnt out just to what had happened over the two years. So, um, you know, I don't think it would have been any different. You know, maybe I could have got, and this is so tough because everybody in Cleveland, you know how they take that with me. But, you know, I, I what, don't they got beef with it, you. You got beef with Cleveland. Cleveland got beef with you. Is that real? I mean, it's probably it's probably how it's going to be and stay for a long time. But, you know, I don't think Which I got way? your way or their way. I've kind of let it go. It's probably it's probably the other way. You know, I, oh, I don't, hey, new on. logo, new dog, yeah, bygones, yeah. New bygones. Yeah. They, we're all good. They just go. they paid a quarterback the most money in history. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's Baker now. They moved on. Yeah, yeah we're all good. Sorry about that, but go oh, you're, you're you're good. But uh, you know, I, I just think you guys know it's all about fit, being in the right place, you know, being around the right team, um, and in the right situation. And that one just definitely wasn't. I was a big fan, man, uh, of everything you were doing. I, uh, I I I love that you just remained yourself through every situation because 
in all of those different things that you're in being invited to do and stuff like that, there's going to be a lot of people who are probably telling you the, how you should act or could act and do that. And you remain Johnny Football through that entire thing. I had no idea about what was going on behind the scenes, obviously, with you mentally and everything. But I was just merely a fan of what was happening, especially with what you were able to do on the football field. It was like, yeah. this guy is... Uh, this guy's one of one forever. Mm -hmm. So to hear that while that was all taking place, you were kind of going through something super negative. Like, I, I'm bummed out about that, but I want to let you know, dude, you were electrified. Yes. <laughs> hey, you were. You were. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's probably going to be a lot of conversations about all the bad shit uh, through this documentary because that's why the documentary is being told is to spotlight some of the negatives that have come through. You were electrifying, dude. College football for a couple of years were on your shoulders. You know what I mean? And I assume that you acknowledge that every once in a while, but I think you should. Now, we all wish that you would have won into the NFL and had 20 years doing the same thing because that would have <laughs> been fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think your style would have worked in the NFL? I mean, the, the question is about like kind of off the field with your thoughts about being burnt out, but your style of play football-wise, do you think you would have been able to be an NFL guy for a long time? Uh, I do. If I would have had the right pieces in play, I think the league has changed and, and did change, you know, kind of as I was coming in. And, and I think, you know, you see guys around the league right now that are playing with the same style that I did um, every single week on Sunday. You had that spin move. For, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. awesome. All right, bro. We appreciate you, man. We can't wait to man, watch the doc on Tuesday, Untold Netflix, uh, Johnny Football, which is a human. Yep. That existed, mm -hmm. yep. that we all knew, and now we're seeing the other side of it. Good for you getting uh, getting here, brother. Thanks, boys. I appreciate you guys. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, join me. Yeah, You need to read a book about how to do an interview and be a professional. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Walker. I've been having a lot of issues with my tape lately. Yeah. Gonna, oh, you don't yeah. say. Well, you know where I don't mind this. I don't mind this wood. You can, yeah, I need some more of it, though. Are you changing? The wood what looks good, dude. Wood looks good. It looks does. super professional. It looks like our old studio. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there we go. It you, does. You yeah. got the glory hole? Of course. Uh, I got to, so, hey, send me over that bit. I got to cut it in here, so. I need that tan bait. <laughs> Give me that big bait that I can just blow a hole through that thing. I need to go ahead and make it look Your brutal. bookshelf looks sweet. It does. Thank you. True. Yeah, these are actual yeah. books. Yeah, those are Whoa. some of your favorites. Bro, those look like the kind of books you read. Bro. Yep. Football's the, yeah. the book stop there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it smells like mahogany over there. <laughs> Put it in there. Boom. Yep. Right See? There. Yep. Some big Boom. books. Are those picture books on the right side? Over here? Yeah. Nah. Those are encyclopedias. Size 8 font, too. Yeah. Uh, yep. Smart. Cool. This one's got the most Tough. words in the history of fucking books. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's, right. Tough. That's Tough. why I read all three of them. Mm -hmm. They said, no, the I, you know how they have like the 12 peaks or whatever in Nepal or uh, that yep. area yeah, where yeah, they yeah. climbs? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, they actually yep. have three books that they... It's a reader's challenge. Those are them, right? These are them. This is like Everest, that other fucking one next door, and the other one. K2. Yep, the whole yep. thing. Yep. Did it all in one week, too. So. I like you got them organized by the Dewey Decimal System as well. Yeah, absolutely. If you need to find something, go ahead and plug right into that thing. That's why right. were they doing that ever? <laughs> you know? <laughs> why, why was that a thing? Why was it? <laughs> Who came up with it? Dewey. 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 Go into that cabinet, pull it out, be like, oh, 7.57. Well, All right, we'll go find that book, wherever the fuck that is. Yeah, can we just do alphabetical horror? I mean, for everything, you know, but then you need genre, I guess, right. category. Mm -hmm. All that bullshit. I've read no books in my life. You know why? 
I think it was because I just couldn't, couldn't find him. Because that Dewey Dazzler system. <laughs> Dewey's, Dewey's little system was mm-hmm. just too much for me. I couldn't do it. Yep. I wanted to. You said you spent a lot of time in the library in college looking for books, and then yep. eventually you just, all right, fuck it. I got to get out of here. All these books have been <laughs> gifted to me, too. Yep. So mm-hmm. they need to be read. Those My three have already been done. If anybody else wants to read like this one here, real I, good. I'll grab that one, yeah. That's the Book of Isopolis. I thought book. you read all the Harry Potter books, Pat. Isn't there 45 of them? Yeah, a lot Seven, of people would say they've read them all too. They're so they're huge. They're gigantic. Yeah, she's the first billionaire author. I don't know if my mom said she read them all or if she watched them all. I, I have friends that have read them multiple times. Me and Ty have wow. read them all. Dang. What? Oh yeah, yeah. love awesome. the movies. Yeah. Absolutely love the movies. Yeah, but the book's so much better. Well, that's I mean, what they say. The book. book is. Why do you guys say that to read books? I've, I we are a part of a book club. Kids should learn how to read. Kids should read books. I'm assuming a lot less books are being read by kids because everything on social media is about this bill. Yeah. I will read that. I can read that. I have not been able to get through a book. That's on me. I do apologize. It is a fault. But you guys are always talking about how the book's better than the movie. What does that mean? I don't say that. I think that's a very elitist thing to say, but I think one of, <laughs> one of the reasons people, people do it is because you read a book and then you have all of these like thoughts in your mind of who the person like looks like and everything. You make it and then you see head. a movie and they cast someone. It's like, well, they should have got fucking Ben Affleck to be this guy. Because in got your it. mind. Exactly. Yeah. That's not who they should have cast. And a great movie, movie in your head. What'd Giuliani, you in every book he reads, Matt Damon's not in it. No, no definitely no. not. <laughs> Let's get to a break. Anyone we know who's in it. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, he's just reading Playboy and Penthouse. Easy. And we don't know. Pornhub magazine. Yeah. Hey, these, once again... The real world has made its way into this sports stooges world. Mm-hmm. Bad news. It's always dumb and terrible. Yep. Every Figure time. it out over there. You guys are supposed to be actually reading these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you guys got going on? Every time you guys make your way into my feed, these algorithms need to relax. They do. Yeah, it's tough right now. <laughs> but anytime they make their way into my feed, it's just something like so terrible. A level of ineptitude at the position in which they hold that you couldn't fathom being in real life. Makes its way into my... The, so I guess I'm only seeing the worst of the worst, though, from both... From all sides. Right, yeah. Are making their way in there. God, just... All right. And it just walks Mitch, off. Mitch, yeah. Mitch, No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. just happened, right? Sorry. He <laughs> came, sorry. Back. So, uh, came sorry. back, didn't he? Yeah, and he was sharp as attack, his team said. That's but right. At the moment, okay. isn't, he, isn't he relaying a message to us? Oh, and yeah. then the, the president, I mean, Mid-speech. I don't know much about what goes on in the president's world or whatever, but Man. like, I, that guy's lost seemingly all the time all on the time. timeline. Mm-hmm. What happened? What happened? What actually happened? What <laughs> happens? That's <laughs> both sides, right? That's both sides. They had yes. to reboot Mitch. I've been told that that is both sides. There. Nothing's real life. Yeah, when, Nothing's real. When oh, yeah, Mitch came nothing. back, a lot of people were saying, why does his skin look different? Both sides are... <laughs> Who what? was saying that? What does that mean? That's all. That's all. That's all I saw. That's what people were asking. I don't know. Let's get to a break. Just what we're saying is, you guys are so much smarter than us. Yeah. We know that. Take care of it. Figure it out. You guys are an embarrassment. Figure it out. Figure it out. I mean, figure it all out. And not to mention, that's your guys' job, dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just be normal. You know, we're gonna figure out. We're gonna figure out like how to. Talk about sports in a dumb, insightful fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people are going to love it. Some people are really going to hate it. Most. Right. Okay, that's our job. We're going to figure it out. Your guys' job is to figure it out. Yeah, figure everything stuff. else out. <laughs> Fucking figure it out. Yeah. 
That's why you're smarter than us. Mm-hmm. Goes to the Mars that we were talking about. Their Mars isn't. Yeah, we need some strong ass Marses over there. Mm-hmm. Bigger Marses. AJ, I'll tell you what. I look at you. I see a guy strong ass Mars, bro. One of the biggest. I got it. I, I heard that part with Ricky. I love that guy. I was looking around yeah. his office, though. I see a couple weak ass Mars in here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we got to figure that out. My Mars may be lacking, but my Jupiter is big as fuck. Those rings, too, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Saturn. Saturn, Saturn yeah. yeah. They're spinning, aren't they? Oh, They're yeah. still spinning. You know who has the biggest Pluto in the office? Uh-oh. Who's that? Mitt. Yeah. That makes sense, actually. Pluto's not a planet. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Let's get to a break. Floating out there like it's a, a pretty good hour. Pretty good couple hours in, in the middle of space. Hell yeah. Mitty is out there on his own planet. <laughs> he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might not even be a planet. He's got a strong Mars, though. Yeah, he does. Does he? <laughs> Big one. <laughs> Big Ooh. arm day today. That was never going in. Yeah, Big arm day. Hawkhouse is live. It is. It has it? been. Oh, yeah. It's been awesome. We're, We're all trying crowded. to get in shape for season, AJ. Pretty crowded. Oh, okay. Well, we know season's <laughs> long, so we're trying to give ourselves the best starting point to have energy to survive. That's what I'm yeah. doing, at least. I don't know about everybody else. Yeah, need a good foundation, because yeah. especially yeah. Uh, it feels as though when basketball and hockey and other things are going to be aired, I got pay a little more attention to it. Try to. What's that? Your- hockey and basketball during football season. What? I just try not to be fat. Is that what we're talking about? I was going to say that, yeah. What that's what I'm, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm trying to have a great foundation for everything across the board. You are getting in good shape right now. I'm trying to. Connor's in there 30 minutes on the treadmill every day. I believe it. I know. I talked to Con Man about his workouts. He's got headphones in so deep, though. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Can't hear anything. No, yeah. Oh, uh, good, though. He gets in your own little world. Good for you, Con. That's, what, that's what's great. I don't like working out with people. I'll be honest. I like I agree. in my own. I concur as well. It's I a, concur as well. It's a little crowded there. Ooh. I think that was high. it. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, Ooh. No. oh shit. That was going to ram in. Oh, no. Oh, oh bonus, bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. Java, Java, Java. Java. Bruce, move Java. Come on. Fuck. <laughs> Java. Flat ball. Oh. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Way to go. <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. We, we say boobs one time and your brain's gone for the rest of the show. <laughs> Bruce in a tough spot. Yankees stink. Nah, yep. two, they've won two in a row. They are all the way back. Guys, <laughs> yep. That's because they're finally listening to Sean Casey. Yeah, yeah that's maybe. right. It's about time. Thank you, Mayor. Like they're goofing on him because he doesn't have any facial hair anymore. Well, that's your bullshit organization's yeah. rules. No, he sure. could have a mustache if he wanted one. That's hazing. What's your guys' deal with white trash? Huh? Hazing. What are you talking about? You don't want Sean Casey, the mayor, to have his goatee on his face? What is your problem with that? Hey, sorry. I didn't fucking write the rule book. Some prick did. What is this, fucking 1908? What is this, playing D? Yeah, <laughs> That's right, the boss. Oh, sorry, Java. <laughs> Got him. Boom, hit a step back on him. No, fuck. Hold on, boss. Uh, Ooh, it almost went in the football net. Pace car. I really wanted it to, just for fucking Java. You know, they have to eat a little Probably shit. Probably a real mm-hmm. pace today. Yeah. It's right a nice shot. I know, I'm good, about though. to kick that thing over. Java's staying Java? tall. I don't, I don't think Java's backing down at all. If you've seen it, I break Java's neck in a heartbeat. Yeah, you got to. That's the spine right there. The yeah. thing dropping down the back. And I'd yank out his spinal cord. Hell yeah. Java's pretty sweet, though. I mean, what is? It could be a female. Look at how good Java is. Could be. You're right. You're 100 right. 
I talk to it. What's that? I talk what? to it. Java? Yeah. You don't know it's pronouns. And said he. I'm a he. He, they, or? For now. Expand on that, Diggs. What? Barrel you have anything to say? Let's get to a break. That's what I thought. Yep. <laughs> Java, great work, pal. Do you remember we tried our best? There was that one, <laughs> there was a situation that somebody was they, somebody was identifying as they in the public spot. Demi Lovato. Yes. Them, I think them and they. Mm-hmm. We tried our best. We didn't we? Oh yeah. Because something happened in her world where it came into our world. Aliens. Aliens, she yeah. She said. And it was like four months after she said that that is how she... So it was our first time. I think we hit it out of the park. Yeah, we always have. Yeah. We tried. We yeah. try our best, honestly, because if somebody's going to get pissed off, we don't want to get you pissed off. But also, no. that's not an easy way to speak. No, know? it's not. You know what I mean? Because like... Like forever. Sure. Oh. But we did it. We did it. We did. English is hard. We don't get credit for that much. No, never. Do Never we? will. AJ did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Nah. They wrote that article any, about AJ. I didn't get any credit. Nah. Yeah, they wrote that article. Nah. Oh, the Go Stop Green thinking. Gazette? Same with the... Uh, I think it was the Detroit Free Press. Yeah. Wasn't it? The Detroit. Yeah, that's who it was. Good, man. Football! Yes. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, you, guys, you guys didn't say it. Oh, my oh. God. We did. They did. Everybody did. We did. Hey, oh, it's a good Let's day. Go, hey, Hawker. Let's That's go. AJ Hawk, a part we of the team. No that, brain damage. That's right. And by the way, I forgot it was happening until I was oh, mid-intro, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it's that time. There's some real shit about to happen here. Completely forgot. All eyes were on the man in the all dark over there in the attic that has a bookshelf back behind Whoa, it. Yeah. Way to go. Way to save the day. Y'all read these things. Everybody on Earth saw it kind of fall down, though, and there was no depth to it at all. That was a uh, that was a uh, 1D. Yep, mm-hmm. That was a 1D. Yeah. It wasn't 3D. Everybody oh, saw that it. it was just in the first two. dimension, you mm-hmm. see. Yeah. It wasn't in the third dimension, which would have had fucking books in it. So the j- jib's up. Dude. Yeah, it is. Sorry about it. Ha! <laughs> Sorry about yeah, it, AJ. That's it's amazing. It's amazing. The, yeah. The, the, what do you say? The jig? The jig is up or jib is up? Both. The bullshit's done. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all there you need is. to know. All right. The bullshit's done. We know those aren't real books now. So oh I'm ashamed. I would go. like to know what your next background's gonna be, and I'm excited for it because if you change it, you've changed. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh sell out. Anyways, talks to tables here at Boston Connor at Connor's Mall. It is uh fantastic as well. Uh at Ty Schmidt is here looking great. One half of the hammer, Todd Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. And joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, a man who is a sandbagger. Now, the guy that we're about to speak to is a general manager of a football team whose quarterback on, I believe, pardon my take, said that Aaron Rodgers is uh, the biggest sandbagger on earth, pretty yep, much. Yep. Mm-hmm. He didn't say this, but people that know golf were telling him that this was the case because of a golf tournament that he was in with Aaron where he said his handicap was like 9 or 10 or something mm-hmm. like that. And he just came top five in Tahoe, and he won that golf tournament, so it was a big deal. So people were like, Aaron's a sandbagger. And Aaron's like, well, my fault I had a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What do you want from me? I don't Tell golf. Me. He said, I don't golf as much as everybody else. I act. I don't have an active handicap. I'm not golfing. I'm sorry about it. Everybody was saying Aaron Rodgers in the football world is the sandbagger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No longer. Nope. 
Somebody said he was going to score an 80 at Oak Hill, a place that was the home of the PGA Championship. He said it with such confidence. We said, this guy's either out of his mind or he's a, oh, this guy's a stick. Mm-hmm. We dropped this thing down to 79. This dude shot a 78. Uh. In his name, we will now be donating $50,000 to a charity of his choosing. Ladies and gentlemen, Brain of Bean. Yeah! <laughs> hey, listen. People are saying... People are saying, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like that they're saying this. You said 80. You were never going to touch an 80. You, te- you texted me. You said, you know, I had to go par, 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 par at the end. <laughs> I kind of put myself in a bad spot. You're an incredible golfer, aren't you? You're like a very, no. very good uh, golfer. Yes. No. No. I'm, I'm, listen, uh, that was the most nerve-wracking round of golf <laughs> in my life that I signed myself up for. Uh, but, no, it was – I, as I texted you, I, I almost blew it on the back there until I, I parred out to uh, to save it. All right, so let's run through the scorecard real quick Sheesh. at Oak Hill. And obviously your second one down there. Playing with three honorable lads. Mm-hmm. We just assume three honorable lads. Good dudes. Yep. All their names are down here. I've seen it. You know what I mean? I've seen it. Signs. War, Warswick can get a little out of control sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't, let's not even start talking about uh, Carrier. Oh, Carrier. Yeah. Oh. Morrow's a freak of nature. Too. You're right. I mean, a lot of dogs out here. Yep. Yeah. A lot of dogs out here. And they all signed it and said it now orlovsky did the same thing and it was wrong we didn't do the math right no. this one though does check out first one i uh, know big bird first hole right how away. good did that feel huh you were like yep today's the day it felt good i was like all right here we go here we but it actually started making me like all right i played a little bit tense the next couple of holes i salvaged a par on two but uh oh, it was no. it, it was a good start yeah, we go par, 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 par. We're out of a 38. Okay. Unreal. Uh, that's unbelievable. Then all of a sudden we go four, three, six, six, Whoa. five, three, four, five, four. And at the end here you go par, par, sometimes a four. Uh-huh. That's a short. Interesting. Whoa. It's a par five. It's a par five. It's a par four for the pros. I'm not a pro. It doesn't matter anyways, I guess. Yeah. Score's a score. Yeah, either way. So you play how often? How often do you play? This is a remarkable fucking round at Oak Hill, a place that hosted a PGA Championship. Yeah, I get like 25 rounds from the draft till till now. I'm, I'm about done. Damn. You got it too, huh? You you said that you started feeling a little bit over those putts. Were you lining them up? I mean, were you actually thinking about it there on the final? Oh, we ha- listen, we had a caddy out there with us. Because you, ha- you have to... When you take guests out of Oak Hill, you have to have a caddy with you. So we had a four caddy. I played with him before. His name's AJ. He's a he's a good dude. Only thing bad about him, he's a Patriot fan. But, good uh, man. That, he's he's a good dude. But yeah, um, <laughs> I I'd, I'd used him a couple times before. So yes, he was helping me line up some of my putts, giving me some. I mean, I didn't do it all by myself, but uh, it, it worked out. So does he, are you guys chirping the whole Bills Patriots thing, or is he just team being the entire day? Hey, we got some stuff. Yeah, he's 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 good. He he usually says a few jabs before we tee off, but after that, he he knows there's bets. And we did do some other bets so that they weren't giving putts or anything like that. We did some internal betting. Oh, I appreciate that. That yeah. sounds like a yeah. smart way to go about doing that. Who's the uh, who's the sharpest gambler in the group here whenever it comes to the course? Is Carrier the guy that everybody <laughs> kind of looks out for whenever he starts swinging the stick around? <laughs> Carrier is Mark Carrier, former All-Pro receiver. Yeah, uh, he's our stud. He's our director of player engagement. So he's uh, he shot actually pretty good. Mark's probably a 12, 13, but on that course, that's pretty good. Okay, so you just killed everybody. Yeah, you beat yeah. the shit out of all of them. <laughs> well... Warswick's a good golfer. Warswick's, uh, he and I are about the same. Three, he's a three or four. No. Oh. oh, he had a rough day, huh? Were you in his head? You were in his. You were talking. What was it? You think? Was it you? He only threw a club once, so that was good for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so Warswick is a dog. Okay. Yeah. Warswick yeah. is yeah, an absolute do. dog we out do. there. He, he's Mc, uh, he's McDermott's kind of right hand man. 
Uh, I actually, we brought him up here. I, he was my uh, an intern for me in Carolina, and then when Sean came up here, he brought him. And then uh, is uh, he's a good stick, though. Yeah, sounds like it. Just had a rough day out here at Oak Hill. <laughs> he's gonna have to remember that forever. Go ahead, AJ. I mean, what's your favorite place to play? I know it's like the cliche question, but you're a guy that knows a lot about golf courses around the world, I would imagine. What's the best place? Uh, Scotland. Did a, did a guy's trip last year, eight of us, and uh, I highly recommend. Greatest greatest trip ever. Can't wait to go back. So you, so that is like you go over there, you stay How there, rounds? bars, and then you just play, right? That's pretty much what it is. You basically, you wake up, you have a five-star breakfast, and then they, you, you jump in one of these, like, uh, Merced, one of those like Mer- Mercedes, what do they call those? Those vans, sprinter vans. You jump in one of those. They take your clubs, they drop you off, they set you up with a caddy, and you go play. You settle your bets, and then you come back. You shower, and you go down to the bar. You go to whatever local pub, and you bust balls all day. You go to bed, wake up, do it again six more times. So we actually played eight rounds yeah. in six days. That, that was, was sounds awesome. Wow. awesome. How yeah. long's the trip? That's not that far. Yeah. Is it? Is it far over there? How long's the flight? No, I mean, I didn't do, I didn't plan my flights out very well. I had kind to, of far. You know, going from Buffalo, not easy to get to uh, to Scotland, but um, <laughs> once you get there, it's it's good. I got to figure out somebody with a private jet or something next time to make. Whoa, it whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> that is the way. Uh, that's why I was. How many hours would you yeah. get here? I was, I was trying to uh, figure out. I, I was yeah, getting... it's a, it's it should. I mean, if you had direct, it'd be like six, but it <laughs> took probably. Wow. 11 by the time we did all the stops you got to go through all the international oh. you know paperwork and all that stuff no oh, can't Jeez. do that no, no hate it. i can put a team it's together. worth it when you get there though hell yeah i could imagine yeah we can't wait to get over there and do that how's camp going last question obviously let you go yeah it's good we're uh, i'm actually we're back in orchard park we're uh, we're doing a little uh in stadium scrimmage uh tonight uh, so a little change of scenery from from rochester so it's about an hour and 15 back over to orchard park team getting better anything on the line for anybody tonight in one of these team scrimmage settings no, it'll be good. We're first time we're doing do a little bit more live contact. They've been in pads, but uh, you know I think Sean will kind of feel it out and, and definitely not with necessarily the starters, but more that the twos and threes give them some periods where we can see. You know, we've got a, a big competition at middle linebacker since Edmonds went to uh, to Chicago, so that's one of the ones I'll be watching. Okay, so do we got like one on ones tonight and stuff like that, or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, we'll do we'll do it'll be a normal practice, but it'll have a different intensity that in stadium first time for. A lot of these guys that have never played here to kind of fill Bills Mafia in a stadium format, you know, changing their locker, their game day locker. You know, it's just a process. You guys have done it. Just that that first feel of playing, at, you know, in front of Bills Mafia. AJ, there's some anxiety coming from the boys here tonight, I think, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's a cool thing that you do. I know Green Bay, they could, they have the scrimmage, a family night scrimmage, and they almost sell the place out. Yeah, it feels like a game. And actually, I know you, a lot of times you get even more tired than the game because you be playing 15 plays in a row. That was back in the day. I don't know if you do it as much anymore. Yeah, I think we do like a 15 play scripted drives. Did you hear uh, Jason Kelsey and Travis uh, Kelsey were talking about the long drive drill that Andy Reid does? What, no, I didn't hear. Oh my God! I guess some of these drills that take place. And thank God, I only had to take three steps. You know, it was good <laughs> watching these. How's the camp? Is it an easy camp? You feel like has all training camps got easier? You think because of yes, and analytics? even the. Con- even the conditioning tests, like it's, uh, you know, fat people like me could actually pass it. I mean, it's, 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 it's not anything like it used to be. I remember, listen, um, first day of training camp with John Fox, you know, we had, I was in Carolina, two, his first year was, I think, 2002. But we literally come out of vacation and about three quarters of the way through practice, we're doing a goal line, live goal line. I mean, these guys, three days earlier, sitting on a beach, sipping, I'm like, 
you know, you think about it now, it probably didn't make a lot of sense, but no. it was a lot of fun to watch. It, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, good energy, yeah, good energy, good juice, good contact, you know, not mm-hmm. this. It, do you think it is, uh, it's all because the data and analytics, like, we can't get people hurt in this whole thing? Do you think it's because, like, just the change in what football is as a whole? What do you, why do you think it is, and what do you think the future looks like for training camp and preseason and such? I think it's a little bit of all that. I think it is the data and the analytics, you know, um, ramping guys up, the soft tissue stuff, and then the money. I mean, look at what players are being paid now than, again, using my example, 20 years ago when John Fox was the head coach of Carolina, just the, the salaries, and you're just you're trying to put these guys in bubble wrap. You're trying to get them ready. It's a fine line. Um, you're trying to put them in bubble wrap, too. So uh, it's, it's strategic. Obviously, now a lot of people are doing the, the scrimmages, scrimmage with a team, um, where you still can't necessarily tackle, you thud up, you're not taking them to the ground. You're getting that live competition, different person, but it's it's still without you know tackling that happens in these preseason games. Do you guys do that? We are not this year. We've done it in the past. You know, we just we couldn't get a workout schedule wise, but I think we'll try and get it done next year. That's a fight every time, AJ. I mean, yeah, I feel like that ha- that has to be at some point a fight every time. Well, that's part of it. Is partnering up with someone because if it just turns into a brawl it's 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 not worth it you know if if i've been that you know we we scrimmaged in carolina one year miami and you could hear it you know the night after one day of practice you could hear it in the cafeteria and other places like if number 90 does that to me one more time and they're just they're just waiting and then of course day two that's when the brawls happen yeah well that's going to continue to be the case whenever there's a lot of money on the line and not a lot mm-hmm. of spots a lot of mm-hmm. competition but viewing the the players as like investments now like hey we got a lot of money in right Come on. we don't need a yeah but the one-on-one drills are good good time hall of fame game you know we got whole, it's like okay yeah let's go what are your thoughts on hall of fame game last question i'm sorry you know, I missed most of it. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't our game. I, I saw they had no sh- I was travel. I was driving back last night. No, you should uh, be watching I- Hall of Fame game. We're honoring the past. Yeah. We're honoring the past. We- I like the speeches. I'll watch the Hall of Fame. I do love those speeches, but uh, I actually have it on film. I'll flip through it on film uh, and watch these guys, but I, did- I didn't really catch much of it. Lights went out. No water. Sh- shower. No showers. I, I did hear that. Uh, <laughs> Got to go to training camp started. earlier. I mean, that is, you as the Jets and the Browns right now, their thoughts on the Hall of Fame. Mm. I would love to hear. But it is, we should honor the hell out of the legends that are going into the Hall. To your point, it will be an incredible weekend. We appreciate you, man. 50000 where's it going? Do you know? Well, uh, is it one or can we split it up to a couple of them? You can do whatever you want. All right. Um, well, we, my wife and I have this thing called Bill's Mafia. It, it goes to the SPCA, uh, which serves Erie County. It's, it's for animals, basically helping helping a lot of them. Hell yeah! And then, Hell yeah! How much? How much we go in there? How much? Uh, we'll figure that out later. We'll figure that out later. We'll go twenty five there. Okay, twenty five again there. All right. And then hell yeah twenty and then twenty five too. There's a young man that passed away here in Orchard Park uh, last year as a teenager. Uh, tragic accident, and we've done some stuff with their foundation. His name's Carson Senfield. They give scholarships to some of the high school kids here in Orchard Park. Uh, it's called this Carson Senfield Impact Foundation. So if we could do 25 there, that'd be awesome. Hell yeah, man. We'll definitely do that. We appreciate you leaning into your city and making the world a better place. We appreciate you sandbagging us now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we appreciate <laughs> you. Sandbag. I'm telling you, I was scared to death uh, with four holes left. I was about to blow this. 80, though, was never a, You were never going to touch 80. I'm telling you. I, I'm telling you. I hit I hit a ball in 17. It's, it's the par five. I was... I was going to go on in two. I hit it into the face of the bunker. It's the only time I reacted. A couple of the guys laughed. I took my hat and threw it down because oh, the no. last time I'd hit it into the face of that bunker, 
I turned what I thought was going to be an eagle or a birdie chance into a, a double bogey. So I was like, oh, man, if I got a birdie 18, this is this is going to be trouble. Oh, but here we I, go. So there was yeah. a moment where you had to kind of cool the nerves a little bit. Hats on oh, the yeah. ground. Yep. Love that. Pick it back up. Okay. Much, up res- much respect to the to the pro guys because you definitely felt, you know, your heart starting to pound a little bit. But it, it was good. Do you play in Tahoe? No, I know. I need to be your caddy. That's what I need to be. No, you need to play. You need to play. Well, I would do that, but I'll go be your caddy. Okay, how about this? You can be my caddy. <laughs> yeah. But right. also, you should you be playing play that. You, you, yeah, should be, you should be playing in that thing. It sounds like you can really go, you think, huh? I, I don't know. It'd be fun. I'm decent. Listen, there those, some of those guys, I've wa- I watch it. It's uh, There's some studs on that thing. There really are. Kyle Williams, who yeah. used to play here, yep. he almost won it two or three years ago. You beat him? No, Kyle's a stick. I mean, yeah. he's he's going to beat me more times than I beat him. He did the, uh, like, four foot in front of me, yeah. flop real golf ball over my head thing. <laughs> For a big guy, a, three, uh, a former 300-pounder, he's got the softest hands. I mean, he's his natural skill set. And his accent and the way he talks yeah, about he, he is fantastic. As are you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Bain. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right, twenty-five thousand to Bill's Mafia, I do believe. Mafia, Mafia. Yeah, well, Mafia, right? Yeah, I think it was Mafia, but it could be Mafia because mutts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But maybe it's muff, like rough. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I, uh, yeah. Quick Google search, we'll figure it out. Anyways, twenty-five thousand there. I love that. Obviously, mm-hmm. big time animals. And then the Carson Senfeld Impact Foundation scholarships in the name of a local that passed away up there. Obviously, rest in peace. But your name is being carried on in beautiful fashion. Happy to give twenty-five thousand there. The guy's a player. Yeah, yeah. that guy's dumb. a player. He's a. When's the last time you think he shot eighty or above? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said it. Eight years Sam. ago. That's Rare. Why I called him Sam. It's probably the, one of the hardest courses he plays too. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. just no way he doesn't break 80. He he said Scotland. I, I would like to hear if he played in any of those courses around here. You know, in when are we going to Scotland? You go to eight eight days straight of Scotland? That's a long time, obviously. Whenever he said we're doing that for six days, I'm like, that's a long time. I don't six know. That's like those like trips where people plan those for 15 years out. Like That's like their bell cow. Like, hey, that's one of my goals to go take one of those. I mean, we do four days, right? I was going to say, you could truncate that. We do like a four-day one. Yeah. We should do that. He's next walking, off. too. If sweet. you're over there, you're walking, too, all those rounds, right? Yeah, but with uh-huh. the caddy, so. Yeah, I mean, you're not carrying your bags, obviously, but I'm saying you're still walking, probably. I've heard nothing but good things about those trips. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even when it's raining. Oh, Somebody said it was if, raining the entire time. They're like, it was, who cares? It's I would like, assume if you have, if you go with the right group, how could it not be a good time? Yeah. Foxy's been, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Ireland, Ireland. yeah, played Bally Bunyan, which is like an iconic course. It was amazing. Had to walk in. It was raining, and it was the best round of golf I've ever had in my entire life. How'd you play? You played good? Really good. Shot 80 even. Hey, way to go. Right on the dots. Nobody was there, but we we believe you. Whatever. What was that, Nick? It doesn't. This is I, I love it. You know, you can you can never really tell. Yeah, Bruce got a hole in one. No one was there. No one does. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. yeah. And then he shanked the ball into the woods. No, it, it happened. Ball. All right, I that's mean, golf. It, it that's could golf. happen. It could happen. You saw the swing, AJ. My Same favorite Bruce. Beautiful swing. Yeah. <laughs> is Bruce. him calling people off the green? Three hundred forty oh yard Whoa. par four. Three hundred forty yard par four. Bruce has been golfing with himself 
his entire life, obviously. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> Which yeah, is how exactly. long he's been golfing. Yeah. <laughs> he hits his driver. Great Whoa. drive. It's going right down the middle. Whoa! <laughs> he's losing his mind. People are on the no. green. No. Heads off! Yeah. Oh, yeah. 340. We're at sea level, you know? Not oh, Denver yeah. or Tahoe or anything. Nope. You're going to land it on the green? <laughs> they, were, they were in the fairway. I was about 90 to 100 yards short of them, and I did, <laughs> I did give them a four call. It looked like it was going right for a guy's head. Uh, all right. Let's get uh, past the golf game. Bruce is a player, and Bruce obviously does have a hole-in-one. We believe him. It's a shame that you're alone. Foxy did shoot an 80 in Ireland on a completely different continent. Yes. Mm -hmm. We agree. We believe him. Sure. Uh, We'll go over there, and we're all going to shoot our – Probably par. 78. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's go, Let's start working for that for when we go to Scotland next offseason. We have some breaking news out of the NFL. Alvin Kamara will be suspended three games mm-hmm. for a fight outside of a Las Vegas nightclub in 2022 around the Pro Bowl weekend that was being had out there. Kamara reached a plea agreement in July and no longer is facing a felony charge for his role in the fight that occurred before the Pro Bowl in February. That's via Adam Schefter. Three games. Okay, yesterday, Nick Underhill, who is a reporter, beat writer for the New Orleans Saints, came on the show and said he'll probably get suspended four games and then he'll appeal it down to three. He's at three right now. I think that's everybody boots on the ground kind of had a good sense or feel of what it could be. Do you think he'll be able to appeal that down? And how do you think this whole thing went down between Raj and Alvin Kamara? I would, I don't know. I would imagine the appeal situation is already, it's been going on. This whole process has been going on for so long. I I would assume this is the final final thing. I, I would wonder from the NFL standpoint, they would want to get the public appeal thing out yeah. of the world. Yeah. We'd rather just make – and from the player's perspective, I think you would potentially only want one announcement of negative yeah. thing too. That's usually – you know, guys that have uh, – they get popped for some kind of you know PED or whatever, a lot of times they don't make it public until they've already appealed and done all their – said, heck, hey, no, this is what the problem was, whatever. Yeah, but sometimes some of these suspensions will hear like an appeal will happen and then it kind of get drawn out like publicly. And in doing so, you're dragging both sides pretty much. Both sides get dragged through it publicly. Like the person who's appealing, like people are still going to bury you for what you did and talk about what you did. And then for the NFL side, it's like they have to say, well, this is why and this whole thing. It's just if it is the final right here and we just move on, I bet you Kamara and the NFL are happy about that. Mm -hmm. But if Kamara Kamara's going to try to get that down to two games. This thing still drags out even longer. Kamara, though, for a large portion of the season, will be playing for the Saints. Yep. That's what I'm taking from this. That's good news in that NFC South, yep. in which Jimmy Graham is back in there, Ooh. and Derek Carr is slinging the pigskin for old Saints world. Huge, huge, huge news. We looked at the schedule yesterday. It's it's not it's not great. Um, you know, it's they're the favorites to win the division there. Um, they have Jamal Williams as the backup and then Kendra Miller from TCU, who was really good last year, I Dogs. believe is the third. But they're going to be good, yeah. Wait, I just seen a tweet just pop up on the back here. Colts corner, oh my. Chris Lamons, who was involved in the same incident with Alvin Kamara, is being suspended for three, for three what? games. What? Who? Who's Chris Lamons? Well, yeah. Did we know he was involved? Not until right now. Uh, you tell me. Did, no, did, no. did anybody know Chris Lamons? Was involved. I thought. I thought Kamara knocked guy, right? Oh, well, yeah. Then, then yep. apparently Lambins then fucking curb stomped while I was laying on the ground. Jeez. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, he had to have done something pretty yeah, right. real deal. We don't like it. If that's the case, too, Lambins <laughs> got that dog in him. I was, kid, I, was, I, was, I was. Did he knock it? So Alvin Kamara got the criminal case against him, and Lambins did not because Alvin Kamara accepted a plea. Right? They right. just said his plea deal gets yeah. him out of the. 
Oh, the uh, felony. Uh, the felony charge forever. Is Lamons in the middle of that as well? Both or? signed him uh, a week ago. Oh, okay, nice. good, good. Oh, oh, yeah, to replace the other guy who's betting on games. So the March. Okay. Yeah. A March article said another player wants charges dismissed in strip brawl. So I, I believe he did have charges against him. Our cornerback room currently has 20 games of suspensions against them combined. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of sweet. It's all right. It's new, all right. New culture. Earlier Friday, Alvin Kamara told reporters I was completely wrong. I embarrassed the Saints. I embarrassed my family and my mother. I embarrassed myself, embarrassed the city, and the Shield. Obviously, embarrassed the NFL as a whole. And Nick Underhill yesterday, the way he talked about Alvin Kamara as the human, uh, he basically was like, Roger Goodell learning about who Alvin Kamara actually is as this upbeat, positive person who made a massive mistake, probably a bit boozed up Mm -hmm. in Vegas. Not that that is a reason at all, but acted out of character is what a lot of people are saying. Mm -hmm. So three games keep it moving probably had to pay a massive amount of money and uh hopefully this will all be behind him and he will grow in the saints now are they our favorite in the nfc south probably betting wise they, right? they have the most proven quarterback yeah for sure and the best defense out of those three you could say what's up aj what do you say man no i think i think they could be good but it's just so weird like I don't know if I'm in a bubble or what, but I just don't hear much about the Saints. You don't hear anything about any of the NFC South teams except for Bryce Young's really smart. You're right. That's right. right. The only thing that's being talked about because everybody has decided that the NFC South is a dumpster fire. Yep. That's what everybody thinks. The NFC South stinks, bro. Yeah. Somebody's going to win the NFC South. Like That's how people are actually talking whenever they're talking about the overall scheme of even the playoffs are getting talked about now. Like Somebody in the NFC South is going to have a home playoff game. Yeah. All that type of shit is being said about that one division, so I don't think we're talking about it at all, but then he starts thinking about the Saints up there, you're like, well, Derek Carr, he won a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, he did. He does have a skill set, right? Has mm-hmm. a definite yep. skill set and understands some Good things. Defense. Has my defense is filled with dogs. Mm-hmm. They just signed back um uh Cam uh Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan. Jordan. He just signed another deal. He's like mayor of New Orleans down there. They got dogs all over the place on the defensive side of the ball. Jimmy Graham is back. Alvin Kamara is going to be there. Michael Thomas uh-huh. is back. They're saying Taysom yeah. Hill is all the way back. Olave. Yeah, Chris Olave. Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, they got, they have a lot of talent. You're right. Like, yeah. that, they're in a good spot, though. They could surprise some people. They really could. Anyone in that whole division could, but I think the Saints are set up for it. Like, okay, let's talk about the Bucs. Do you think Bucs could surprise some people? Nope. No. no. They got to get a starting quarterback first. Correct. Yeah, they went 8-9 and nine with Tom Brady. Let's just say at this exact point, though, here. Bake's got to get the job. And? What? I don't you think, think they win? I don't like Bake's taking them to the playoffs. Honestly, I don't know. I'm really. I, I want to see what Baker looks like with the new scenery with Tampa. Like, I want to see if he looks all right. Hey, I really listen, I, I. I'm rooting for him. Me I, too, I am man. rooting for him. That, that Cleveland situation. I don't. Get it. Yeah, it was bad. But I Carolina, even. We don't know Baker that well. I don't think. No. No. Followed him. Don't know him that well. I think he waved hi to us once. Yeah. yeah we dabbed up. We dabbed up. In uh, L.A. two years ago. Yeah, that was. We don't know. But that scene in in Cleveland is one that is truly befuddling. Go like down so high and then boom, crap! Like so low, so f- it just happened so quickly. Dude won a playoff game for the Cleveland fucking Browns against the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. So not only did he get the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs, gets Cleveland. Not he didn't. The team was great, obviously. Sure. I'm saying he's the quarterback of the team in Cleveland that gets to the playoffs, gets a win in the playoffs against who? The Steelers in the playoffs. Yeah. It's like, and then all of a sudden, 14 months later, he's gone or something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was that was uh that was a crazy thing. It was like the Cleveland Browns were just like, they weren't drinking beer for a while. No. Because they weren't able to. Locked away. Until they got a win, and it was like years and years and years. And then he wins, and then we everybody hated him. And yeah. 
Why'd that happen? That playoff game, too. Remember Stefanski? He had COVID, so they were out of their head coach. I think Joel Petonio or one of their starting old linemen were out. Like, it wasn't just as if I still don't fully understand. And it, it didn't, it wasn't needed. How come Stefanski couldn't go over in a chamber bubble boy? Mm-hmm. Pope mobile? Sure. Yep. Pope mobile. Yep. Put him in a pope mobile. So he's in the back. Everybody has to look at him. You know what I mean? Lock him down, no air because he had COVID. And then keep him in there and take him up to a suite sure. inside the stadium that has play calling capabilities like yeah. and just keep the door yeah. shut. Like, why wasn't that a thing that was actually happened during the COVID thing? I have no idea. Doors could have been shut. You could have even opened the windows to one of those suites too. So like he's not contaminating yep. that box itself. Well, he's got uh, fresh air going in there. Open the window. Why didn't they do that? Though? Why didn't we do? Why wasn't that a thing? COVID. I mean, yeah, there's a lot. Well, of they things. they wouldn't do that for any. Like, would they do that for an assistant coach? Because what if assistant coaches get it? And they're like, hey, are we all? We're gonna do this for every guy that gets it. Play callers. I think. I think they could easily make a. They should. They should have. You're right. All right. So next yeah. time, because yep. I saw next yeah, time. Yeah, this yeah. summer it's coming back. Oh no! Gumpy told us. He yeah, did. he did. Get ready. That was trending. What? what? The COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. The COVID was trending yesterday. Another variant or what? What's going on? I ain't worried about it. Hey. In Canada, it was trending. Yeah, it wasn't trending here. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, who cares? Then? Yeah. Plus, Canada's got a lot of things on their plate right now. What? Like what? <laughs> Just other stuff. I don't know what it is. But oh, I yeah, know. you do. Are you, I, dude, I, are you talking about All right, Zeno, yeah. Okay, yeah. I do know yeah. now all of a sudden. But with that being said, you felt so good at that moment, didn't it? Well, and This th- guy with this corncob TV. Oh, look, yeah. As soon as there was an opportunity, he was so pumped to say something that I assume is very toxic. If, if what Zeno said in my ear is what you were referring to. Look. Very toxic. A lot of things a lot of things come through the wire in our group text. I mean I have multiple group texts and a lot of things come through the wires in there. And so sometimes there are words <laughs> think about that him light off a light bulb. Think about him managing these group texts. All right, we got the uh boots on the ground overseas crew mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Got- <laughs> exactly. And the other That's- ones I could I could inform inform you that are they are much more toxic than ours even. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'd say and then I have been getting text from aq lately for some reason that's got to stop all right uh what what's he saying he's in the middle of a fight club right now i couldn't even imagine yeah you seen that guy's calves right now i mean speaking of fight club i just saw jake paul and nate diaz's face over here here we go hey this is uh sold out bro i'm excited for it I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I mean, that was a legit real punches were thrown in that thing we watched yesterday. Yep. I appreciate whoever sacrificed their jaw for that scrum yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> and if that was a work, shout out to them for, you know, throwing some real good punches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Real real good selling a little bit too. Yep. Good scrum, a lot of lot of mass on top of each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of bitch bitch. Mm-hmm. A lot of that. Bitch. You know, a lot of that. I mean, it felt real while we were watching it. I'm very I don't think I have a clue on how this could go. You know what I mean? Because seems like everybody's favoring like Jake Paul in this one against Nate. That's Diaz. crazy to me. And what a time for Jake Paul that at one point he's being laughed out of these things. Now against a guy who is a fighting legend. Uh-huh. Okay, just in general. Yep. Fighting legend. Name is one that is synonymous. Hasn't with- been knocked out. Hasn't been knocked out in MMA. Combat yeah. sports. This guy's name held very, very high regard. And it's like, yeah, Jake Paul's probably going to beat him. He's a huge favorite. Yeah. Really? Holy shit. Cause, cause, I mean, minus 600. Not a, 
I mean, Nate's like, I understand Nate's a black belt in jiu-jitsu and he's awesome on the ground, but Nate's like also has a big-time boxing background. Yeah, he he does. Well, that's what he told us. He said, I'm in a boxing, that's where I train actually, is a boxing gym. So I feel like there's a chance that he views this as like he's representing his boxing gym. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, I'm representing Mm -hmm. this gym here, which is kind of how the fighting community is, I think. I think that's kind of their thing. Yeah. That's. How many rounds? Ten. Ten, yeah, and he's also- yeah. Nate, I mean, Nate has a gas tank better than anybody. He's gonna, mm-hmm. you know, he will continue to throw punches. All he will take you know, it he, deep. Hopefully. He hasn't done an Iron Man in the last two weeks. That's True, not Remember, good. that's his rules. <laughs> yeah. Yep, he right. doesn't. Hey, we don't know what type of shape. Yeah, is Logan doing battle this weekend as well? Yes, he is. Yes. I seen the post actually. I think um, I saw that too. I don't know if it was Jake or Logan. Logan, but what those two motherfuckers are doing? Logan's doing SummerSlam, flying straight to Dallas to go support Jake, dude. Good for them. Those yeah. are two Ohio dudes, man, out there just absolutely crushing the game right now. Even if people hate them, they've found professions that they're going to benefit and profit off of massively because of it. Every single step of the way, those two seemingly business-wise and like kind of content-wise have kind of made it right now. Granted, they've made a lot of mistakes along the way, a lot of them. We've seen them their entire lives. Yeah. Those dudes are really fucking impressive, though, those two. Yeah, with Diaz, too, representing his gym. Like, he's also representing MMA and UFC because yep. during the Jake Paul doc, they talk about how, like— he Hey, good untold, right, Jake Paul's? Yeah, yeah, it, it was good. There's some parts where, like, yeah, you got to kind of just get through. They're telling the entire story. But it, it's it's incredible to see how they started in Ohio and where they are now. But, like, he beat Anderson Silva in a boxing match, Jake Paul. Yeah, and, like, you crazy. forget about that. And Anderson Silva's, like, one of the greatest fighters of all time. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't you see know. Their dad, their dad's a character too. Yeah, he's Absolutely. in it. He's in the doc. He, he, uh, he that was the, the text doc. message I got from the first person in the office that watched it. Mm-hmm. Basically, was like, "Got to watch the doc strictly for the Paul's dad because I've seen him. He's been at things. Right? Yeah, he's a weapon. He's at all of them. He's a weapon. <laughs> he's at everything. He's yeah. He he is he's always there at all times. Yeah, mm-hmm. and his mother's there as well for most of it. Like there's the behind the scenes footage is really cool. Jake. Lives boxing right now, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And when he told you, he was like, "This is part of my life now. Like I'm not just doing this." Anymore. And Nate Diaz, we assume he's doing the same thing. Yeah. Right. And what's up with him just walking up out of stuff? I love that. <laughs> I think he just wants to fight. He's yeah. not about the they bullshit. both weighed yeah. in at 185. Why was Jake Paul's manager staying so close to Nate? I don't know. He's and, lucky Nate didn't way, knock him out. The way he was standing too, it was like he was standing where Dana would normally be, mm-hmm. but that wasn't a. Independent. That was Jake's party. manager? Yeah, it was one side. Actually, that was Jake's manager, yeah. So that's why there was a. Oh. That's He actually did that. Mm-hmm. Bitch. <laughs> you actually heard him say that? Bitch. A bold move. I think that guy's in it as well. I think it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. Me too. I'm Besides definitely going to watch it. All right. There's some good undercards too, I think. Who's that? I don't know the names, but I recognize oh, a few. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, Hawker, thanks, Pat. Thanks, way to go. Don King over here. It hit me, and I was like, oh, great. There's actually more than one fight I'm interested in seeing. Hey, before uh, before we get out of here, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Foxy. Oh, yeah. Foxy. Thank you, guys. Foxy. Thank you, Foxy. Foxy, we love you, buddy. Love Appreciate you, Love you guys so much. We're incredibly pumped that you are in our world. Mm-hmm. Congrats on another, you know, trip around the sun. This one ended with quite a massive life moment, and uh, the future is only brighter, pal. Can't wait to see your next trip around the sun. Yep. Happy birthday. Thank you, guys. Happy Very birthday, thankful Foxy. and great for you guys. Congrats. We love you, Foxy. Love you guys. Man. Even though... 
You know. What's you know. that? What's that? You know. Go green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go white. Who said that? Oh, no. I'm not saying that. Yeah, Foxy oh. broke bread with Yoga nasty. Kirk Cousins said it, too. Years. Four years in a oh. row. I didn't know that. Not even yeah. allowed to say that they were there because, you know. Can't yeah. say that. Can't say that. You're the one that Not even talking to. No. Can't do it. That was my senior year of school, too. Oh, it's more your fault. You yeah. do. Foxy yeah. do. Hey, let's what? Uh, happy birthday, Foxy. Happy birthday, Foxy. Foxy. <laughs> happy birthday, Foxy. Congrats, Thank you. Foxy. Feel good, Foxy Friday. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Foxy. You know, in honor of you, I'm going to make one of these shots. All right, let's Hell go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if I don't, Foxy will come out here on his birthday. Okay. All right. And he will have to. Oh, yeah. All we right. should have him do that anyways. Where's old Herbo? Get Herbo out there. We could do yeah. a, Actually, uh, that'd be a great birthday Herbo gift. Herbie came out Foxy. and Herb, no, took some jumpers. You're right. So for Foxy. Yes. Because Herbo only has like a week left. Yes. Yep. He has to knock down. A, From the stage. Yep. yep. In honor of Foxy. <laughs> right. From Fellow Leo, to be exact. Oh, nice. Herbo! Yep. Come on, bring your buddy. Herbie, get your Come on, Herbie. Herbie. Come on down. To honor Foxy. <laughs> Come on. Let's go, Herbie. Hey, Herbo. Thank you, Herbo, for doing this. He's going to make the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. I'll be going to be up here. He'll definitely make what the first one. From the Look at that fashionable shirt, too. The bottom's all like. Yeah, that's a great shirt. Yeah, come on, dude. Hey, he is jocked. Delia. Hey, this guy's in the Hawk House. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I wear those, too. I mean, what are we? Delia. You need to stop it with what you're doing there. What? He just called you. uh, I didn't call him anything. I mentioned yeah, the shirt he wore. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you did. Anyways, for Foxy's birthday. They say videos? You know, he loves basketball. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go to school. They <laughs> do, yeah, somewhere. You just record the phone. The, um, so, do you do you appreciate Foxy? I, I do, yeah. You yeah. do? For the good of his birthday, then. For the good of your friendship. For the good of everything, you know. from A gift from all of us yeah. Come on. to Foxy. Come on, Herbo. Why don't you get knock this thing down Come right on, here Herbie. for him. Right here. Oh. I have not oh. taken a shot since that uh, last day when I was here last week. So we've Just lost shut up. Books. Books. We've lost our books. Someone's oh, sabotaging no. Someone's sabotaging oh, no. me, man. Is that because the global... Uh, global Someone's uh, in the house. Boiling? boiling. Probably. Is that wood back there probably contracting, yeah. probably getting a little longer? Yeah. It's elongating probably. with the heat. Oh, you, you passed <laughs> How quick pass. That's why. Yeah, dude. If you Somebody's got to look sophisticated around here, dude. That's kind of your gig, but... If you're just going to have some bullshit-ass tape holding that thing up, yeah. we'll be on yeah, deck, and, won't we, Z, for the good of the show? Hell yeah. For the good of the program. What? Jake, for the good of Foxy's birthday. Come on, That's right. come on. Come on. Come on. Just got to knock the shot down. Remember, Drink. there is a stare there and Jabba's yeah. thing. I, I'm, I'm honestly picturing Herbie going to shoot this shot and that thing impaling his brain. Oh, no. Oh, shit, that might go. <laughs> not bad, not bad. We got a couple more opportunities. That was, I mean, right. close. That one might go. It wasn't bad. That was not, not bad. bad at all. Yeah. a long shot. That was not bad at all. More For Foxy's birthday. Uh, hit the net. A little more oomph. Yeah. Yeah, bend them, le- bend them Hold knees. on, Herbo. Her- Hold on. Last time here, AJ saying make sure you bend them knees. Yeah. Yep. But also... We're not going to be able to have a good Foxy birthday. No, no. If this one doesn't we fall. We might be here until yeah. Foxy's next birthday. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. This is in. Well, he, didn't he, didn't, he didn't need to hear that. Buckets. All right. Buzzball, Good catch. Yeah, hey, Java up. wants you to win. Yeah. That was the right distance. It was. Here yeah. we go, Jake. Hey, he's right. been in the Hawkeyes every yeah, morning. Yeah, and he's still going to get the ball to the hoop. No, he's got touch. Too much touch. Too oh, much power. This yeah. time, just okay. right, though. Okay. This time, just. On, Happy baby. birthday, Foxy. That, that's yes. the one. Oh, all right. Hey, good effort. Hit the backboard. Right. Too strong, man. Hey, he's got to try a couple more. Hit the backboard. No, no. Okay. Way to go, Herbo. He, might he rolled be. his ankle. You sure you're not right-handed, Herbie? No, he, he didn't, did he? <laughs> he rolled his ankle. He had a little bit of a limp in his gait there. Right? 
Are you okay? Throwing football, okay. All right, Herbo. Well, Foxy. Yeah. It is your birthday. I don't want to make you have to do this. Right. Both lefties. Should you do a free throw challenge? Just how many weeks can he make in a row? Yeah. Because we do have some time. Plenty of time. Foxy? Foxy or Jake? Well, Jake will make zero. but Foxy. So that would be pretty quick. That yeah. would be, yeah. we're up against it. We got to go. 20. Does Bruce still swing the same way in golf when he got his hole in one? Uh, I think he's changed it like four different times, but yeah. it's all the same iteration. It's, it's yeah. a circle, yeah. <laughs> I just see him like months apart, you know, because I don't get to get out that much, so I'll just go out like one time and Bruce will be there and I hadn't seen him in six months. And He's gotten I, better. I think so. I, think Definitely. I believe it. Well, I love his swing. Yeah, his he, swing is fun to he watch. He is much better. He's a player. He knows a lot about the sport, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of condescending, how you said it. No, he's good. He plays a lot. You know what I mean? He plays a lot. Okay. I actually don't. But you said he knows a lot about this. You used to, Bruce, didn't you? It was like your thing there for a you while. When I had to run, here. yeah. I had to run. That was it's awesome. Summer. We were all very jealous of yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, very jealous of you. You can go to, uh, what's it called? That South Grove, whenever you want. Right, so right I actually, there. that place I rented, uh, remember, 14 tea times? Yeah. Yeah. And then they just filled them. Yeah. They they did. Fuck it. Yeah. It perfect. Double <laughs> We'll take your money, though. Thanks. Still charge me. Wanted to do like a little... You know, we don't plan in advance enough for, like, a company outing, but, like, hey, do you have this available? Yep. All right, let me do it. Then we'll just kind of have it for a little bit just through the day. They're like, yeah, some idiot fucking. They only need, <laughs> they only need three tea times. <laughs> you guys can go out right after. Yeah, don't worry about it. So, you know, that place is good. Good course, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I did enjoy we, it. Since we did that, we know the strategy now. We go out in the first two, and then we have mid or somebody go out on the last one. Mitt, how is Mitt doing? Have we... Uh, have what do you mean? What happened? How so? His car got hit, dude. Yeah. He got in a car accident what? earlier this week. Yeah, yeah just... You know sure. what? This is a good thing to do here the last 10 minutes. Kind of wrap up the yeah. week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mitt's car got crashed into uh, Monday. Only the 10th by time. A, by a last... semi-truck? Knocked his door off Ooh, again yeah. or what? No. No, I don't, I don't know what it was, but I'll, he was just parked at the red light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. never his fault. Someone else's. This guy's car has been hit 15 times. It's a bumper Where car. Where is he? He's back in the... You know where he's at. Where you at, Mitt? Uh, fuck, which one of these? <laughs> which one of these? So many microphones. So many fucking microphones. I don't know which one fucking works. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm on the right one. Well, uh, of course yeah, you are. Yeah. Of course you, you are. Hey, what happened? And how many accidents is this now in like the last month and a half or so? Uh, in the last... Oh, fuck. In the last year, a lot. Um, in the last month, this is the first one. I uh, well, it's August 4th, so... His car charge is like $1,300 a month. No, it's... I'm not going to say how much it is, but no, I was stopped on 465, dead stopped, uh, waiting to get off. Yes, waiting to get off yeah. on... Well, waiting to get off, problem. and uh, a... This, a, an Oldsmobile guy just slammed right into me, basically. Oldsmobile guy. Yeah, yeah. well, yep. guy driving an Oldsmobile really yeah, it just... It was a transformer. Do you think you have, like, a <laughs> magnet on your car for this type of thing? Do you think? Uh, you know what? I am a big... I'm a big believer in luck and karma and stuff, and I think I'm mm-hmm. a really lucky guy, but also at the same time, I'm also a really unlucky guy. Nice. So, I mean, it comes and goes. You're a paradox. Zito, Zito just told me that you uh, found out about the your other car's engines in a good spot too, right? Um, yeah, I also uh, don't have my Mustang right now. Uh, that's the toy? Multiple, <laughs> a multiple car? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. he's got a toy. <laughs> yeah. Mustang's oh, a toy. car, it's a toy. <laughs> this is our fault. Yep. 
Mitch, did you get out and fight the guy when he hit you? No, I did not get out and fight the guy, actually. Uh, the reason why I was stopped in traffic was because Herbie saw a guy actually get in a fist fight with somebody who hit a semi-truck, and then it was standstill traffic, and then I got hit. So I, I, It's just impossible to believe. It's just impossible to believe. I was just going to say it. It's what are you talking about? Herbie I saw understand. the guy. It's impossible. Herbie saw the guy. He was like, you know Herbie why? saw the fight. Yeah, Herbie saw the fight. Herbo. Sure. Herbo. I, Herbo. I understand that it's hard to believe, but Fistful. I swear I believe this it. happened. I believe it. There's a like. There's the police report. There's filings. I'm, I have my insurance policy there right here. Cord. Watch that cord. Don't break it. Mitt, we just wish for you to have better luck, pal. Yeah, yeah. Thank we you. need you. Thank you. I believe thank you. Man. I absolutely believe you, man. I'm glad thank you're next. You, okay. Yeah, we're glad you didn't get whiplash. Yeah. I am very glad that I did not get hurt and that he did not get hurt. He was born with a whiplash. <laughs> you talking about Oldsmobile? Oldsmobile guy? Make sure you're not hurt, Nick. Or- <laughs> yes, I am talking about Oldsmobile guy. And I'm actually pretty sad for him because he he's not going to be able to replace any parts of his car because they stopped making Oldsmobiles like 10, 20 years ago. <laughs> Don't worry. Right. Thank you for thinking about him, man. Yeah. He's not going to be That's able to pay nice. for your car either because his insurance probably expired about eight years ago. So. Actually, did get good news on his insurance and already filed that claim and I'm getting all of that taken Thank care you, of. Thank you, General. Oh, yeah. baby. All right. There you go. go. Shout out Progressive or whatever the heck he has. Don't that's right. That's Shout, out. Yep. Shout out. Shout out. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that man is going to probably Mate be a millionaire someday. That's Mitt. That's Mitt. See you, Mitt. Congrats, Mitt. What? I believe it. Didn't his car get broken into or hit a couple months ago? Yep. Yes. Broken it happens like well. twice a week. He's got bad luck. He got robbed at an ATM when I just found out yesterday. Yeah, that's what he said. Wait, what? Well, yeah. that was different than the time they took his laptop and everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. Twice. I thought a golf ball broke it. That was twice. That was yeah, a different thought. time. That was well. That was a different time. Wait, so someone like held him up at an ATM when he was getting cash out? Yeah. No, no. They That's watched scary. him get cash out, then they grabbed his ass right outside the uh, gas station. And Mitt was like, whoa. Oh, just take it, dude. Not these shoes, though. Oh. <laughs> oh, they're free. They're free. You think he held on to his shoes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They wanted his shoes. Please. Not the fucking 12 twists. Take anything but the 12 twists. <laughs> All right, man. We love you, buddy. Happy Love you, man. Love you, man. Yeah, man. You got a chance Scary. to see a guy in the background of the uh, door there. Old Bill's had an incredible week this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Bill. Way to go, Bill. Go. Love those shorts. How about yeah, Bill? He's like Me- a bodybuilder. Yeah. Like a crossfitter. He is. Yes. He might be. Yeah. He's walking around with a uh, a sack on his shoulders. A uh, What is that thing called? What? A, ru- a rucksack. Yeah, like a military. And he's, yep. Tim's in here doing oh. laps with it on his shoulders. Bill's over there doing body weight squats with it on his shoulder. Ah! Ah! Okay. Bill's ready to go, dude. Bill's. What's he training for? Bill, what are you training for? His life? Yeah. Oh, the Murph. 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 He's and also, he oh, got yeah. jumped. Remember? Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. True. And that ain't going to happen oh, again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is not. You're going to need a couple more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need a couple more. You want Bill nowadays. Yeah. Can't just sneak up on him in an alley anymore with five guys and leave him damn near dead. <laughs> yeah. Got that thing on him at and, all times now. Yeah. Uh, Zito tells me um, that the cameras are in position. Ladies and gentlemen, all we'll need is Evan Fox to hit 10 free throws in a row okay. on his birthday. Really? And for Foxy, how old are you, Foxy? Uh, we'll see. 29. 29 winners of $500. Wow. Hell yeah. Whoa. Foxy, I, it's your birthday. You're supposed to be like non-pressure situation, so kind of a terrible thing. But to be honest, I looked around the room. Nobody else could do this. No, definitely not. You're the only human that can pull this off. Is it this one or the other one? Hold on. Where's the camera at? That might be better. Yeah, we got it here. Easier bounce. Oh, is Java not part Foxy, of Foxy, you can... Um, you, 
start on a make, and you get what? Three different starts. Yeah, okay. You want a rebound? Yeah. Three different starts. Three. All right, three makes. You know what I'm saying? Hey, rebounder. Someone rebound? No, no, he likes to get his own rebound. Okay, we're off and running one, one right. for one. If this man hits nine oh, yeah. more free throws, that's two. two. Okay. What's his record again, bud? 72 or something like that. Gee. 85, sorry, 85 Jeez. as he goes three for three. Fresh out of Uh-oh. a chair, he's been sitting in for three hours. Yep. He's 29 years old. He's four Nine. for four on, from the stripe. Five okay. for five. This man is he, a machine. Come on. He played in high school? Yes, he played in high school. He, played the best. he works, too. He's incredibly Jeez. handsome. He's an H&M actual mannequin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Did he do that? Abercrombie oh! Thing? Oh, was he one of those live Abercrombie models that used yeah. to stand in the window shirtless? Yep. Not yet, Dirty. Not yet. <laughs> is Dirty shooting? Jeez. Dirty, the cake has arrived no. too soon. One yeah, for one, we are go. back. All right. One for one, we are Let's back. Let's go to shoot. Nah. Two for two, yeah. Evan Foxy. We're trying to get 29 winners of $500. AJ, we're having our best shooter in the building. Boom. Go three for Mitt. three. Look at Mitt in the doorway creeping. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. Mitt wants to see this live and in person Fox as well. Four, four for four. Come on, Fox. Foxy thought I got a little bit too confident last time. Yeah, get they started really. talking about my mannequin build, my super handsome beard, Not my it. great fade, what? and I lost focus at seven. That ain't going to happen this time. Uh-uh. No, no. On this birthday, 29 people. Six. $500. If he can hit four more out of the great state of Michigan. Oh, oh my no, God. Ken? Seven is just the number right now. You got robbed. That was in. It's because you cursed the Steelers All right, hey, and seven. Fo- that focus one, in here. Focus in. Let's take a breather. Yeah, hold on. Why does he like to rebound? You need to stay on the line. Get yeah. someone to rebound for you. Yeah, do you want a rebounder? No, he says. Yeah, gritty. Gritty guy. I learned it from Larry. It's all right. Oh, oh. It's all right. All right Get that out Good. now. He's once hit 85 straight. Yeah. Jeez. There it is. Here we go. The road to 10 has begun. Did he average 30 a game in high school? I don't know if they fed him the ball enough, to be honest with you. I think they used a different strategy as opposed to feed the lefty outside, but they should have. 30 high fives. Is that three? 30 high fives a game. 30 high fives a game, yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) There we go. Is that a stat? (laughs) Yeah, you got really good at shooting after. After high school. <laughs> it was a hell of a He can't hear you, obviously, and you're no, whispering. He, I got he, it. he definitely can't. He can hear me cackling, though. I'm so sorry, Foxy. Six. Six. Okay, here we go. This is the one. This is the one. Can we crack the code? Here we go. We are at seven. No problem. He's going to do it. 29 people are going to win $500 because this guy who's been pushing buttons in a chair for the last three hours Boom. in beautiful fashion eight, on his eight. birthday, steps up to the plate and knocks down nine, nine, nine straight free throws. A lot of pressure on this one. There's this NBA guy. guys oh, that no. couldn't do what this dude has been doing here. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! Time! 29 people, $500. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Foxy. 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 Boom. Happy birthday to you. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah.
got to do is retweet this video and say something nice to the incredibly handsome and talented Foxy who says, you know what? There's more. No way. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 10 straight was cool. Yeah. All right. He hit 10 straight for you. Let's Jog not it forget off. it is his birthday. Say something nice to him. Retweet this tweet. And uh, put the easiest way for us to pay you 29 winners of $500 to celebrate old Foxy. Uh, we can't thank you enough for allowing us to do this every single day. We appreciate the hell out of you. AJ, great week, uh, work this week, pal. Boy, Hawker. Hawker. Boys, great work. All the thank guests, you. thank you for stopping by and giving us incredible conversations. We'll be back uh, with an overreaction Monday. Let's go. Mm-hmm. A lot of things are about to go down. We'll see you then. Right. YouTube.com forward slash hammer. In about five minutes or so, going through some stuff we can gamble on over the weekend. I assume there's going to be a soccer bet or two oh, from yeah. our Canadian friend, Gumpy. Uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. You're the best on earth. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. It might change their life. Goodbye.